0: Start this podcast off. I wanted to ask you a question.
1: Uh oh. Um.
0: If you had, uh, there's a, a lot of killing in both of these movies. Uh, if you had to kill someone, what? How would you do it? I I, I, I wouldn't beat someone with a book. I wouldn't. That's not <laughs> something I would do because I. It's, like, where
1: I've always wondered if there? you could get away with um, stabbing someone to death with like a really sharp piece of ice, like an ice pick that's actually made out of ice. So that way the weapon melts, and you know there's no prints and no actual whole, weapon.
0: That was uh, that was probably tangential. It's been a while since I've seen Basic Instinct, but that'd be. That was the murder weapon. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah, I know. So, so I
1: but it that's... wasn't a pick made of ice. It was a pick for picking ice. Yeah, yeah.
0: And it wasn't a yeah. But that would be better. That, I mean, that's that's the best way. I mean, but how if, hard is ice to really? Well, you know,
1: ice is pretty hard. I mean, it would have to be like like yeah, like a sharp icicle. But it's like okay, would it last long enough? I mean, yeah. I guess if you had to do it, you did it in like a really cold place. Would it last long enough? To actually myrtleize someone myrtle-ize by stabbing, someone? Yeah. myrtleize you yeah.
0: say? Oh wow, okay. Well, yeah. You can. How hard it would it be to myrtleize someone with a, <laughs> a with a ice? Go like ah, and then, But it's just be. You would have to make sure it's super cold, and you would have to do it very very quickly because it's only going to. Well, I
1: mean, well, I guess if you got like yeah. one really good stab in, like like if it was like an ice wooden stake
0: ice wooden stake? yeah
1: a wooden steak but actually made out of ice so like an ice steak but I didn't want to say yeah. that because I didn't know ice. if it would be clear no, like yeah. like like with the vampire and just mm-hmm. get him right in the heart
0: yeah and, and instead of an actual steak it's it's ice yeah it's ice yeah that I mean that could work but I I thought that I, I thought to kill a vampire you needed like with a wooden the, it, well i'm not talking about killing a...
1: a vampire i'm I'm just Comparing it to that.
0: Yeah. Okay. I just was. I, I was just. Uh, cur- I was just curious. Because. Uh, that's one of the fears of, like, domestic break ins and stuff like that. Of, like, what would I do to protect you and me? Or, uh, because we don't have any guns in the house.
1: What right would now. you do?
0: I. Uh, oh, God. Um, I. I. I have. Uh, I have nails. No. I have. <laughs> I. I. Uh, I, I I have some weapons that I could use, or such subject. as uh, such as kitchen uh, stuff in the kitchen. Usually, a plate. Not a plate. I don't want to, you know.
1: Oh boy, do that. I feel safe.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I know how to protect you, Miranda. I, okay, I've, how are you gonna do it? Uh, we have some poles. We here. have poles. <laughs> we have pol- don't what? we have poles? What sort of poles? Uh, like uh, like ma- like massive. Uh, like massive poles. We don't
1: uh, where them, are these possible. poles in the house?
0: I I want them to be. I no, they're not poles. They're um, the, uh, they're fucking goddamn mops and shit like that. They're not. You'd poles. hit someone with the no, mop. I'd hit someone. I would hit someone with a mop. Not the not the. the not the cleaning part unless it already has like um
1: That swiffer is very light.
0: Yeah, the swiffer is very light and but uh, a regular mop if it had like um if it had soap in it already and I could
1: But put we it, don't have that. We
0: don't have that, so that's something I need to pick up. Um no. And you're going
1: to go buy a beaten mop?
0: I'm not, Yeah, a beaten mop to beat people with. <laughs> a beaten mop. No, uh, yeah, that's it, what is that? That's how you you say it. It's a, to beat people with your beaten mop. You're not saying anything, but I like <laughs> this idea. It's a, but you know, you gotta Well, okay,
1: did you the make thing that is, up?
0: Is the beaten mop a, thi- a thing? Or no?
1: I think I made it up, but it's entirely possible I did not. But the thing is, if you're gonna go pick something up for the sole purpose of home protection, why don't you pick up something more appropriate than a mop?
0: Yeah, like a uh, p- uh, like a piece of. Uh, Metal, like a um, <laughs> no,
1: no, That's like a very sharp, shit.
0: yeah, I know, vague as, shit, but uh, you know, oh. a, sh- uh, a sharp, uh, I let's uh, okay, let's go knife shopping if we're gonna do this. We have knives, yeah, I know, but like decent, like
1: scary, like a hunting knife, like,
0: yeah, like but only with a lot more, you know, it's, it's, it has to be around like a like a pole. No, it doesn't, no, it doesn't. I'm trying to. Be humorous. It's not working, um, but there's uh, there's. I would use a knife. We just. I would like to go the one place. I remember getting really gr- seeing great knives that I would like to use if I was ever going to hurt somebody. Yeah, uh, uh, protecting another person. I'm against violent jazz or whatever. But uh, I I like watching it, violence that is. But uh, not when it's you know in my home. But anyway. But I would get like I I'd go to a. Uh, like a pawn shop or like a military uh, survival survivalist store, and just look at all the knives and just be really impressed with all the knives and go like, oh fuck yeah! I will love these knives. I want I want to just fucking yeah, let's just get them and just you know learn how to fucking twist them correctly. Twist the knife uh, correctly.
1: Is that how people use knives like that? You twist them.
0: I I i have some reading to do tonight Mm. yeah the uh (laughs) no but that i mean i get yeah i like your idea that's the first i haven't heard that before of like killing someone because it's a it's a ice pick an ice pick it's a pick made of ice this never Mm -hmm. yeah Any, any other ones no i don't think of any other ones i mean i yeah, I keep on thinking I ha- I saw this in a special, but just I keep on thinking of like beating someone with a book, like a hardbound book. Like that just large...
1: doesn't seem very effective. If this person is breaking and entering, they probably have a gun or something. Well, like if
0: that. I I don't want to kill them because that's against the law. No, you, no you're la-
1: wait. Are we in a stand your ground state?
0: No, we're not. Miranda. This is I'm
1: pretty sure you day. can maim someone though if oh, you I guess they can if be. you if they break into your home.
0: Um. Uh, yeah, uh, which brings uh, brings us to our movies. This, yes, this, this, but but I would, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't want to kill the person because then I'll have it on my conscience and all that stuff. So you well, just, if it's
1: killer, it'd be killed. Right? Yes, of course,
0: of course, yes. But if I'm gonna just, it would be fun to like knock him out and like you know castrate him. You know. And, well, well why
1: God. would you go that far? Yeah. Well, yeah,
0: killing him is wrong. But, yeah, if it's self-defense. Why
1: do you want to if... mess with the dude's balls?
0: Because he fucking broke into my home. He entered a place he shouldn't have entered, so I'm going to enter a place I shouldn't enter and cut off his balls. No, can't do it? All right, fine. I
1: think you I might get, get more in trouble for that as some kind of weird, cruel, and unusual punishment thing.
0: Yeah, the the world being what it is. It's never, it, it, and he'll get off scot-free for breaking and entering. No, it'll be fine. You're not
1: allowed to just fuck with the dude's balls, though, No, man. you can't
0: do that. You can't. And I won't. This is all parody. I wouldn't do this at all. At all.
1: Parody or hypothetical?
0: Hypothetically parody. It's hypothetically a parody thing. <laughs> but it is wonderful. I I mean, it is one. It's a what? wonderful. No, it's not wonderful. But I, w- I didn't want I don't want to kill him. So I go to. I mean, it, but only if. Yeah, and I would, uh yeah, hit him with a pole and knock him over the head. The a pole
1: this, that we don't own.
0: Yeah, a pole that we don't own and uh a knife I'm that we don't own. Hit him over the head with a knife. Uh, I'm
1: going to f- sleep well tonight.
0: I I think you will. Alrighty, this is top-notch nonsense. I've been... It Michael. sure is. I didn't realize that it was going to... Okay, maybe I did realize it was going to be like this. But, uh... We are talking about two movies two uh, two movies, two movies today. As per usual. As per usually. Oh, yeah. They are uh, Best Seller from 1987 and Brainscan from 1994, both from the, the director John Flynn. This is uh, a bestseller written by uh, Larry Cohen. And we get to... Uh, it's, uh, it was originally called hardcover mm-hmm. hi pan you're very interested in this uh but the uh it was released in september of eight 1987 and you will be super surprised and impressed what else you could watch this this month in particular This is a wowza i would we would have gone to the movies every fucking night in that if in, we weren't
1: tiny children at the time
0: yeah yeah if we weren't t- if we were our age But yeah, here we have... These are the movies that came out in September of 1987, along with Best Seller. Evil Spawn, White Phantom, Rampage, Faceless, Barfly, Penitentiary 3, A Prayer for the Dying, The Curse... The outing, fatal attraction, w- witness to the war zone, street trash, slave girls from beyond infinity, reven- revenge of the living dead girls, Orphan, the original hellraiser, the pickup artist. Amazon women on the uh, Amazon women of the Amazon. Oh my God, I, uh, Amazon women of, of the Amazon of the Amazon world. oh my gosh. The Principal, The Big Town, Real Man, Tough Guys Don't Dance, Blue Monkey, China Girl, which is basically West Side Story, but in Chinatown and it's a gangster movie, uh, Big Bad Mama 2, Retribution, Finland, My Best Friend is a Vampire, Open House, Birds of Prey, The Prince's Bride, The Belly of an Architect, and Bad Blood. These are the wonderful movies you could see in the uh, month of September, 1987.
1: Oh my! Yeah, that was a lot going on. Yeah, that
0: there was a lot going on, a lot of really impressive shit. So this movie is um, really, really, really awesome. We are. Uh, this is with James Woods being a slimy, disgusting dickhead, which we just realized playing himself which is great and so that's why his best roles or him or variations on on his persona and he, he kind of how he kind of is sometimes at least on the internet ah! but um uh, and of course brian De- uh, brian dennehy and uh this is about a <laughs> this opens with uh th- this opens with a um it it a, a van driving into the uh, driving into the city, and it's nineteen seventy two Los Angeles. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um. And they're a group of gunmen, and they're all wearing Richard Nixon masks, and they're breaking into yeah
1: all a la Point Break, but la, before,
0: but before, mm-hmm. yeah, because except they're point, all the same president. Yeah, they're all Richard Nixon. It, it the, in Point Break, they're all like uh, there's johnson and yeah anyway
1: wasn't nixon were, on the van too yeah he was in?
0: on the van because they were uh, they were making it a uh, that's how they were able to get in, in and out or make it quote-unquote regulars because we open we think it's a uh, just oh someone's just wanting to you know t- nixon uh big people who like oh i like really love richard nixon and, uh, and and it's one of those you know, speaker vans that's yeah, kind of spewing vans. like bipartisan
1: propaganda, propaganda. Or, yeah yeah or i don't For know For its purposes say
0: bipartisan but yeah or yeah kind of but um it's uh they they go in you're not I we weren't I wasn't really sure what type of freaking place it was at the very beginning.
1: I yeah, was, I couldn't I couldn't tell either if it was a, a bank, you said it was a police station and I'm like, yeah, I, I can't I, tell. I guess
0: it just it
1: But as it turns out it's a police evidence depository. Yeah,
0: and they're uh they all go they all go inside and uh, uh it's it's it's, it's 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 kind of it's fairly uh, fairly exciting and intense because you don't know what they're going after or what's going to be happening. It's just uh yeah and the, the uh, downstairs they uh, or it's like it's it's a down area, down area, fucking asshole. No, but a down uh, like in the base uh, a basement area is mm-hmm. where these uh cops are this depository spot is and we have Officer Dennis Meacham, played by Brian Dennehy, Who's you know talking with these people? Uh, hey, everything's okay. I mean, what, how you doing? It's uh, and they they come in on them and scare the fucking shit out of them and try to and rob the rob
1: the fucking place. They they ask yeah. them to go get locker number eighty four. Yeah,
0: and uh, th- th- some of them uh, they're very uh, <laughs> they're very demanding, and some uh, and I believe at least one of the. Uh, one of the officers does. One of the officers just does not want to let up, and is really hit in the head. Just they're very cru- uh, very fucking cruel to all of them. And uh, eventually, they uh, get all the fucking shit out, and there's a bit of a. Uh, they get uh, what they need to get. Which is uh, it which is in the locker and then, le- and then leave.
1: Well, well, the main the main gunman he shoots two of the cops, and we think he's gonna escape into the other room, but he gets caught and shot as well. Yeah,
0: and it's shot in the arm, and there uh, he's laying on the floor, all fucking. Sad. Yeah, and
1: one and one of the Nixon's also gets shot, but he still makes it to the van where they open up the locker, and it's full of money. Yeah,
0: and it's full because of course it is. Yes, of course. What else? What else do you look for? But um, is yeah, and. That's, uh, and of course, one of them was, st- uh, one of them was stabbed by De- Brian Dennehy or one of the other cops, I believe, right?
1: Oh, I uh, just thought one of them was shot. I didn't. No, yeah. that
0: uh, that was, uh, uh, that's why a little bit later on we find, uh, when, when, uh, when James Woods, you see James Woods' uh, freaking body, there's a, sta- a stab wound because there is a stab wound at it. Uh, Within that opening scene. Okay. And, uh, yeah. Anyway. But, uh, there's... There's that. And, uh, they... It's... Uh, they more or less... They more or less get out of there. And get away from the fucking thing. Which is insane. And, uh, you know... Anyway.
1: And we see the aftermath in kind of a newsreel fashion. The van did end up being found. Um, Brian Denneke- Brian Dennehy's character ended up also being a writer
0: yeah. on
1: the side as well as remaining a police officer.
0: Yeah and uh, bas- uh, basically becomes uh, has you know, written about his experiences on the force especially mm-hmm. the one uh, especially the incident that actually ha- uh, actually happened. Uh, uh, he has to take care of his daughter. he's working on a new novel. he's having trouble with fucking all sorts of goddamn writers' block this because sh- yeah because his it.
1: wife died of cancer because his
0: wife died of cancer which
1: is and it gave him writer- writer's yeah. block yeah right,
0: it gave him writer's block my wife died of cancer I can't write anymore. but I can understand that whatever but it's uh no I can't understand that <laughs> my, my my wife's not dead yet of cancer not yet let's not wow. let's, I don't want that to happen thanks babe you no know, I don't want that to happen I don't I don't but um it's, it it's it's really uh it's it's really sad, but it is, a ni- it, it is a nice, and they do this uh, montage of nu- just seeing him go through his trials and tribulations before we find out what his present day is like, and that's nice because they put, uh, it's a nice opening to have, uh, and the credits are spilling over that shit, which is really good, but um, yeah, I uh, I, re- I, I enjoyed it, enjoy it enough and it it feels real he feels like he has a, 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 a he actually looks and feels like a real fucking cop and um Anyway, so, uh, I, f- I forget there's a specific, uh, there's a specific part. When, when do we get to the, uh, the docks that, or does it go very, uh, it, it
1: goes pretty quickly. Very, that's pretty the next quickly. thing I have is that they're at the docks yeah. and some random guy, I guess, stole something off one of the freight ships. So Brandon, he's chasing, chasing him. him and that's when James Woods shows up and disappears. Edge is basically becoming like,
0: Ooh, Edward, I, he looks, he's acting like a ghost. Like a scary, like who is he really there? Because you turn him around, there's no one there. He's he's gone again, and uh, he's uh, he uh, and he eventually fucking tracks him down after a whole fucking rigmarole with the guy who's uh, who who well, who's this a thief.
1: Is, yeah, this is probably my favorite part of the entire movie, actually. Oh, really? The um the thief, he, you know, he has his bag of whatever. We don't find out what it is yet, and he tries to kind of carjack a cab by holding a gun to the cab driver and then the cab driver like looks at him and pulls out his own gun and says I ain't driving nowhere motherfucker I'm on my brake. <laughs> That, that cab driver was just not in any mood for That's, that nonsense. I
0: did write that. Da- I did write that down in my notes too. That was one of the best parts. Is just very surprising. You can tell that this was written by Larry Cohen, who did so many other great, uh, who's written and directed so many other great things. And it took him a while. Took a while for this movie to get happening. And he wrote this super super early ago. But um, yeah. It's, uh, it, it's, that's fucking, that's really fucking hilarious. There's a certain type of, uh, real, uh, real people, real kind of dirt, grimy people just say it, or not, whatever, but real people just saying, hey, hey, you can't fuck with me, I have my own life, and I'm, you're not gonna fuck with my life right now. Anyway, but, um... <laughs> It's, uh, and he cooked it, but Cleve, Cleve, his name is Cleve. Yes, the way. yes, it James is. Wood is, is named Cleve. He is a mysterious man who kills the, who more or less kills the fucking guy, uh, who kills the fucking thief and, uh, just, and then disappears. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah um, so the, the, the thief is like, you know, still running through the docker, you know, running through like a construction zone, shoots a construction guy, and then James Woods just shoots the thief, puts on his shades, and bails. Yeah, it's
0: just, all of a sudden, he's, <laughs> he's just-
1: too fucking cool for school, the, man.
0: You're not Michael J. Fox, dude. No one is. That's, you can't be too cool. There's only like one guy who could put on those fucking shades and make it look cool, and that guy is Michael J. Fox. Oh, it's not David Caruso? Oh, gosh, that's much later. But I'm think if I'm thinking, like, I-, I guess, I guess. But that was mostly had to do with your love for the Who. And it, you know, syn- uh, syncopating or synchronizing in the same, right, at the same time. So, like, he puts down the sunglasses just at the right time. The music turns on. And then it's a visual. And then a whole bunch of, wah! you hear fucking, fucking, just like, wah, going, D- Screaming his fucking, oh, just like he was in Tales from the Crypt. He fucking screamed
1: oh, his fucking. We did just watch Roger Dalton train an episode of Tales <laughs> from the Crypt with Steve
0: Buscemi. Yes. Was fucking great. Anyway, but that, I mean, that has more or less to do with, like, yeah, it, you know, fusing so well on your tiny TV screen.
1: Yeah, yeah. We have, we've all seen the meme. <laughs>
0: oh, okay. <laughs> yes, I've seen the actual show. Uh. Good,
1: good for you, babe. <laughs>
0: You're welcome, or, or thank you. Um, it's uh, they want Cleave. Cleave <laughs> his name is Cleave. Everybody, Cleve wants a Cleve wants to a meeting. He has a plan. He has an idea.
1: Oh, we do find awesome. out. Yeah. That ahead. um yeah then Brandon he does apprehend that thief and they opened um the bag that he was carrying and it's like full of diamonds. Yeah. And then he finds a note on his windshield that says, Say thank you. Say
0: thank you. It's such a fucking... Yeah, I, I oh, know. Hell, that's... It's such a dick thing to say. So we know exactly what type... Uh, uh, we have an inkling of what type of dickhead it's going to fucking be. But uh, or that we're going to have to deal with. Well, any sort of fucking dickhead... If your name is Cleve, you know, you're not a sweetheart. I mean, like, not really. He's, yeah, he's, a, he's a fairly dangerous fellow.
1: Uh, yeah. No, no offense to any Cleaves who may be yeah, out there. Yeah, no,
0: Cleave. Uh, if you're a good person, congratulations.
1: So Brian Dennehy's at home. His daughter asks if. Um, if he wants her to make him, you know, if he wants some eggs. And he's like, oh, did you make them? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, nah, I'll just have coffee. So apparently his daughter's a shit cook, I guess it's the joke there. Yeah. but She's like 15. She's like 15. And her mom's like dead. Her. Give her a break. Yeah, let her make you breakfast. you don't
0: have to do that, dude. That's not, that's not cool.
1: But that's part of their cutesy, you know, uh, father-daughter relationship. Yeah. Um, they
0: seem to have a, yeah, rapport with one another. At least yeah. yeah. Mm.
1: And um, the daughter, Holly, she mentions that... Um, He's like, oh yeah, dad, your friend took me and my friend's home, you know, the night before. And he's like, wait, what friend? And he's like, um, oh, he, you know, he's skinny. He's a good dresser. He knew mom was dead and knew all about you and blah, blah, blah. That's so Brian Dad, he's pissed because he doesn't actually know this guy. No,
0: not at all. He's just like, what the fuck is happening? I am freaking out. I don't want this shit. This is this And this is
1: dude like had my daughter in his car. Not cool.
0: I'm not into like
1: that. Like anything could have happened. Yes. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and that's a very dangerous. Don't you know not to be with strangers? You know, go get in there with strangers.
1: Oh, I wasn't alone.
0: You know, I was with my friends.
1: Yeah, like and he says, Oh, well, that doesn't matter." And it's like it kind of doesn't because it's it's a it's a dude we've already seen murder someone. Yeah. Um, and leave a passive aggressive note. <laughs> so like <laughs> oh, three fifteen. Yeah. So three fifteen year old girls probably aren't going to be a uh, much of a match for him. No. No. No.
0: No, there's uh but he's still he's still fucking pit, he's fairly fucking pissed about the, uh, pissed about this and he wants he he feels like well I have to fucking meet this guy to fucking have to punish this fucker whoever this fucker is I gotta fucking deal with him now because he's fucking scared so Brian
1: Dennehy then he's at lunch with who I imagine are his um his writing agent mm-hmm. and um his, and, and his publisher um yeah. Oh, his a... agent, played by Victoria Tennant, by the way. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah who I mainly know as um, the mother in, in um, Flowers in the Attic. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, yeah, I have. You really, you've seen that, the one with Christy um, Swanson? Yeah, I have. Oh.
0: I, I saw, I watched that during college, like during a, like a, just during like community college in Ventura. I, I, I saw some. I saw that in a college class. Very
1: wild. That's anyway. b- bizarre. Um, they actually um, Lifetime did a pretty good um, mini series starring Heather Graham. Something um, to look into. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, that's a tangent. No, go
0: ahead. But yeah. That, oh yeah, and
1: they're not they're not liking his new book. He's just coming up with some bullshit, and they're not into it.
0: Well, it, it it's just repeat. It, it's just yeah. He's stuck. He doesn't know what's. He has quote unquote writer's block. He can't do jack. I mean, he's not. He's hit a fucking wall. He doesn't sound good. It's not. It's not going well for him. Yeah. He he doesn't he's doesn't know what to fucking do next. And so um, he goes
1: back to the police station, and James Woods has um left him a note that his daughter left one of her textbooks in <laughs> his car, this is so and they need to meet creepy. tonight so they, he can give it back.
0: Yeah. That's it's a, wow. Thank you. Well, thanks so much for letting me know. You fucking freak. That's it's just. Just, this is creepy. This is a creepy fucking thing. like, car. yeah, just
1: in case you weren't aware that I had access to your child, I'm letting you know. Yeah,
0: just so I know, it's a, a way from, he thinks it's a way for him to con- uh, connect, but it's really just a way for him to manipulate and make sure that he can get, you know, Brian Dennehy's character, Dennis Meacham, to do whatever he want uh, to do whatever Cleave wants. Cleave. Uh, so they
1: meet at the shipyard, and James Woods talks about how he enjoys Brian Dennehy's books. Yeah,
0: and that it uh, and more or less just says I, I'm a big I'm a big fan. I've followed your work for a long time, and I want I want to give you a shot at something. You're not there yet. Yeah, I want you to be at the top of the. I want you to be a best. Not best he doesn't say these words in particular but he gives out the vibe of i want i want you to be great again i know what this is i know how you can do well i have just the story for you i have just the story for you. yeah he
1: knows that he hasn't written a book or at least published one since his wife died and his unpaid bills are piling up so he knows he really needs you I know i got you in a corner I yeah can
0: do what i can make you do what i what i want you to do and i've already fucked with you know uh, with you know your life already by taking control of the people you care about but yeah and uh basically says yes i'd like you to know uh, i'd like to i am a uh i'd like you to write a story about my uh, about what i've dealt with and who i am as a person and what i've had to do to make a cor- this corporation you know just go what just uh it, how i've it helped make this corporation powerful am i right there or am i yeah
1: well, he basically says he's like, I want you to write a book about me and the guy I work for.
0: Yeah, and uh, that's Kappa International. <laughs>
1: the
0: the freaking the uh, Kappa International is the company that uh, that he wants them to work for, but yeah, or, or that he wants them to write it. He wants them to write about. And uh, his name is da- uh His name's freaking. I think it's David. If
1: I'm David noticed. Madlock.
0: David Madlock.
1: Hush his <laughs> boss, yes. <laughs>
0: Which is such a fucking insane. What so
1: fucking yeah, so then he that? gets back in his car and he finds this weird kind of scrapbook looking thing in it. So he's flipping through it and there's a message on um an or or is it just like the yellow pages? I couldn't tell exactly what sort of what sort of book it was, but there is a message that says you know 4 p.m. on this shooting range ad. So it's like. James Woods can't just be straight with him. He has to leave him these cryptic notes. Yeah. So he meets him, you know, at four o'clock at the shooting range, and um, they shoot a little bit. Yeah. They trade guns, and then um, you know he tells he tells Brandon he that he basically had you know, well uh, Brandon he's like okay yeah I saw you murder that thief. <laughs> Um, so I'm gonna arrest you. I'm
0: gonna arrest you now. <laughs> that's, that's really cool. Hey, I thought we were connecting. We're about like twenty to, about guns and everything. In fact, we were. You're really gonna have. You're really gonna do this to me? He feels like he's. She's like, oh, don't do this. I mean, come on, don't. Because that? Fucking Cleave has that fucking attitude. But yeah, it's. Uh, it, he gets them. <laughs> he get it, He he arrests them. That's fucking hilarious. And then what? Yeah, and then, and next. then James and
1: Woods shows him his scrapbook, and it's all about the people that he killed for Kappa International. Yeah. So that so that was his job. He was a a, a corporate, corporate hitman. A corporate
0: hitman, which we all know is very real. Yeah. That's yeah. That's totally. I know That doesn't make any real. Se- I mean, I guess. I mean, that's an absurd kind of high profile idea of that.
1: And he does tell. Um, you know, then he asks him if he was at the um. The police depository robbery, and he's like, "Yeah, but I was just the driver, and the main gunman who got shot eventually died."
0: Yeah, uh, of of psoriasis uh, of psori- no psoriasis not of psoriasis. I don't know I mean, if
1: you it, can die of psoriasis. Uh,
0: I'm sorry, uh, it started with a P, and I I forgot the name of the fucking thing. But of psoriasis, not I. I why do I want to keep on saying psoriasis?
1: I don't know why anyone <laughs> would want to keep saying psoriasis
0: psoriasis that sounds like a Marvel villain uh psoriasis no but um yeah it it it, appendicitis or was it appendicitis who gives a shit but he eventually uh, he he had some sort of ailment afterwards and then died from that ailment or at least that's what cleave says we all have to remember what cleave says yeah and
1: and he says that that money from the locker was used as seed money for venture capital. To create create Kappa
0: International and make a big, huge freaking thing. So if you can write this wrong, you know, if you can make this, this will be this will be a revenge or, you know, as he write as the book is called Retribution. But, uh, yeah,
1: because um, Cleve is pissed off at David Madlock because he like wouldn't let him climb the corporate ladder the way that he wanted to, or he didn't yeah. respect him enough. That wasn't super duper clear.
0: That's some sort of grievance shit that was like, "You, I didn't feel as important as everybody else. I, I wanted to feel... I wanted to feel honored or some sort of fucking. He gave that. Yeah, just
1: like his ass wasn't kissed enough or something. So that's why he wants then he to write this book, pretty much
0: respect,
1: pretty much outing this Madlock dude. um, Which is in the public in the public eye, I guess. I don't know if you can be arrested for something that was published in a book. Yeah,
0: And, and and he promises I will get you. I will get you what uh, uh, I will get you evidence that this guy really is the bad guy that you that you think he is. I will.
1: Yeah, because then he's he's you. not one hundred percent sure that he isn't. Yeah, shit. Brian
0: Denne, he's David uh, uh, Meacham is uh, is um, very much. He's he's fairly skeptical. He likes fucking beating them around. He's intrigued enough to keep on going with this. And what else he's gonna fucking do? He's having he's he's. He's, uh, oh, by the way, uh, because of this, he tells his freaking boss, hey, I
1: need to get out of
0: here. I need to leave. I need to, I, I, I got to leave for a couple of days. I'm going to New York City. Well, I
1: think to... that's a bit later. Remember, oh, first him. Yeah, sure. well, there's this weird little scene where, um, so Brian he's at home again. And his daughter, Holly, she comes into the kitchen in a strawberry nightgown. Yeah, that's that a nightgown was... with strawberries on it, not a strawberry-colored nightgown. No,
2: yeah.
1: Um, and you know, then he's like, uh, just sits hanging out, drinking a beer, and she's like, "Can I have some?" And he's like, "Okay, just a sip, though." So she takes a chug of beer before she goes back to bed, and it's just kind of like uh, the '80s. No, I, I
0: remember getting. Uh, well, m- my dad was wild and still kind of is, but he uh, he said, "Yeah, he gave me wine at age nine, and I I I sip from like little sips of beer when yeah when I was in my teens I didn't like it I never liked beer but yeah I, I yeah so I can see that I've seen that happen in the 1980s
1: It's just funny though like, I, I know I know it was totally a thing that happened it's just like hey dad give me a swig so I can hit the hay
0: Yeah and that that never happened or you didn't see that happen with any of with your mom giving Oh that
1: I'm sh- I'm sure it did giving any of that Um anyway, Oh and so now James Woods is proving to him that he knows the Madlock guy. So they're going to some random-ass benefit where Madlock is, um, like, the uh, honored guest or he's speaking for some reason. We don't get too many details about it. But they have a little, like, uh, hey, how's it going? Oh, good to see you, blah, 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 blah. Yes.
0: Hi! (laughs) Isn't it wonderful? Good to meet you. And this is where we see how fucking... We really get to see how fucking bitter uh cleave really is is a guy uh, he's really he's just trashing everything about that fucking uh, about that fucking mansion and just like look at this dickhead thinks he can fuck over the working people like me a contract killer for him or some bullshit like that he's trying to and he's trying to put down and say Ah oh, hi how are you yes hi it's good to see you and they there's a whole bit of a rapport, like, oh, this is my new friend, and he's working on a book, and you know, all that fucking shit.
1: And Madlock is also familiar with his books, so he might—they must have been very popular because yeah, they're just kind of generally known. Meacham
0: knows how to write a
1: book, I guess so. Yeah. Um. So then, you know, James Woods like, yes, yeah, see, I told you I knew him, and he's just like, yeah, that doesn't prove everything. And then he's like, okay, it's happening. And so Madlock's goons basically walk them out. Yeah, they don't say anything. It's just like we're coming toward you. Hence, leave. Leave. What you, do you? Did you believe
0: that? Do you think? Did you think that was realistic? I mean, in a in a way that like throwing people out at a of a fancy party, you don't even need to touch the guy. You just need to have that threatening manner of walking towards somebody. And go. No.
1: Well, probably, but I, I just thought I thought it was a little weird. But I don't know. Maybe this is just that those kind of people. It. Uh, You know, he was, like, trying to be cordial and then just sticks his goons on him. It's like, why don't you say, like, oh, yeah, okay, it was nice to see you. You should leave now.
0: Yeah. Uh... (laughs) Like,
1: why (laughs) not actually just say, you should probably go.
0: Well, that's that's a little bit too direct, baby. And, like, he, and he wants to, and he's at a public party where he's doing some fancy charity fucking dumb bullshit at his home.
1: Yeah, but you don't have to say it loudly or anything, but it's like... No,
0: but even then it, he doesn't. It just
1: work. seems like sticking your goons on them, like having these, what, three or four dudes walk towards these guys who are like clearly leaving. It seems a little, them, yeah. yeah, it seems a little bit more conspicuous.
0: Okay. Well, yeah, I I, I don't, see that. I, don't, I mean, I, if I, I was at that part, I, I, I get your point, because if uh, I was at... I guess you're right, because if I was at that party and a whole bunch of... Yeah, I'd be like, what's going, going on after, over there? Yeah. Uh, when after, when after like, this, these two guys who are just seemingly <laughs> doing nothing then i'd start to see wow this feels orchestrated
1: yeah that would that might draw my attention a little bit
0: even more to it that rather than say hey i love you why don't we go inside to talk a little bit or,
1: you know, or like please. he could have said oh you know it's nice to see you but let me walk you out or, or something yeah, like that yeah let I, me walk you know.
0: out do you want to
1: unless unless it's whatever unless whatever. it's more just a dis- well you know he well he was you know glad-handing and everything he didn't have too much time yeah, to actually time. spend with him. Yeah. but it's like um unless it was you know had nothing to do with being conspicuous or not. It was more of just like a display of power, which it's like it could be for a person like that. I don't know. Yeah,
0: and uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, they push him out. They but push both of them out, and that's fine, I guess. But uh, that that is that when they go to New York, or is there something else be, before the, uh, before that? I'm trying to think of the.
1: Um, James Woods tells Brendan he about how he had to kill um the kappa's bookkeeper, because he thought there was some fishy stuff. So that's when they go and try and find the set of books, and they have to go to NYC to do that?
0: Yeah, they go to NYC to get a specific... I guess a a, a see, it, see this is where it gets a little fucking wishy-washy because
1: yeah, there there weren't unclear. there wasn't QuickBooks at the time or anything so it's like okay are you looking for a physical set of books
0: and it's not it's uh, it's a bit fuzzy to the and I I love this movie this is a four star movie for me but still there are stuff uh, there's stuff that's fairly unclear in this that uh that kind of Gets uh, that kind of dings it for me because you're not really sure exactly why they're coming, what type of books they're coming to go for in New York, and then in the way, and it's all very casually done. It's de- but uh, through sh- uh, some showing not telling. But I'd really like something a little bit cleared up there because it wasn't.
1: Yeah, because they're just uh, they're they're in a cab. We don't know exactly where they're going. To get. The cab driver says, "Hey, I'm going to grab some smokes," but. When they see him leave, he's not buying cigarettes, he's on the phone, so that sets off um, James Wood's spidey senses, and he's like, okay, we need to get out of this cab, which is a good thing that they do because it explodes. Because it
0: explodes. Oh my gosh! Were you surprised by that?
1: Well, it was... Well, the the cab driver lied. Well, it's also like, dude, if you want to pick up a pack of smokes, do it when you're not, like...
0: In the middle of a fucking... Yeah,
1: when you're not in the middle of a ride, do it on your own time, like the the fair is building. Yeah, but
0: that's why...
1: And then it did show James Wood watching him talk on the phone, and I'm like, okay, that's also a weird thing to do, not on your own time when you're working. So I wasn't super surprised by the cab blowing up. Um,
0: Did it work for you as a scene? Did did you find any of this type of stuff believable in the world that we're... Watching this
1: in. I mean, I suppose that this mad log dude is like this super powerful yeah. guy and he's like on to him, which it's like, OK, maybe you shouldn't have gone to that benefit thing. He might have not been on to you and tried to hurt you. Um, but then, oh, they they're the the cab driver sees that they left prior to the cab blowing up. So he like bails, he books it and then they chase him and they find him in an arcade um, photo booth.
0: Yeah, which is fucking is uh, that that gave me that gave me chills to get back. To, uh, that that was
1: well, yeah. Nice um, to watch. James Woods, um, you know, accosts him and is what is he doing? Choking him? Grabbing his balls? He was doing yeah. something. Ch- choke? Yeah, choking him to try and get him to talk. And it's like, ah, oh, who was it? This guy or this guy? And he's like, no, no. Uh, blah. You know, keep talking, blah blah blah. And then he's like, he's like, yeah, you're right. It was that guy and that guy. And it's like you can't believe him because it's like that. You already gave him those names, so you know he's it. Yeah, but it it did turn out to be those guys. I just thought that was a little clunky.
0: That was a bit clunky. Damn, you're making me <laughs> think of <laughs> something that I. Oh yeah, shit, you're right.
1: So then, um. then they go and they get in another car. But then James Woods is like, oh, I'll be right back. So he bails and he goes back to the arcade photo booth. Why the driver is still in there? We don't know. Why didn't you leave? Because what we see it feels
0: pretty knocked. Maybe you're knocked, maybe he's knocked out, maybe he's like not ready to fucking leave. It is like happening really quickly all that violence happening to him. I, suppo- I suppose
1: I suppose I would have fucking bailed because I don't I don't need James Woods knowing where I am. No. No, because what Ryan we see no then, money. which this is actually pretty nicely done, we just see a strip of photos coming out of the photo booth, and it's, you know how, you know those old-timey photo booths, where it's yeah. like, it's a strip of like four pictures taken consequently? Yeah. So we see the strip, it's so and it's great. it's of James Woods um, slitting the guy's throat and, in, var- in, various, James, in various we've, stages. We've just so that was nicely done.
0: Killing, uh, we just we don't even we see, just see the blade going across the, the throat, and across. yeah. It's very well done, very old school, like, ooh, here's one picture, one picture, one picture. That's, that, that was, that was nice. I Yeah, and that, you need to get rid, I mean, I guess if you need to get rid of him.
1: Yeah, he's a loose
0: end. Yeah, and, and you didn't want to, and also, you tried to, f- you ratted on me and put a fucking uh, bomb in the fucking car and got me nearly to my doom, so yeah, they're, of course they're gonna try and fucking murder him back, you know.
1: All right, so they get in a cab and they go to Brooklyn Heights. They knock on the door of this house. James Woods lies and says that he used to live there and he wants to see his old room to the old lady who answers the door.
0: Yeah, and uh, that it's really well done how he's able to uh, entice the the old lady.
1: Yeah, he's, he's pretty charming. The old lady's, like, into it. She asks, like, oh, can I make you guys coffee, Brandon? He's like, oh, no, don't trouble yourself, ma'am. James Woods says, yeah, that'd be great.
0: Yeah, because he wants to stay some more time and, yeah, wants to be yeah. trustful. And so, so it's
1: weird. He didn't actually live there, but he had been in that house before because he knew that they had changed the wallpaper. Yeah, um, <laughs>
0: which is wild.
1: But, and, yeah, he, as it turns out, he never lived there, but he did go there, and that's where he killed another guy for Madlock. So he's basically just, he's like, he's trickle-true thing to Denehy, being like, see, all this shit I know, I'm not full of shit. thing,
0: that's cool. Yeah. I like that yeah. word. Congratulations, but yeah, that's that's. Or he's
1: not even. It's not even really trickle truthing thing. He's just telling him bits and pieces of, of these stories to um prove his in a, or prove <laughs> his
0: uh, like prove what is actually what he's saying is actually.
1: Also, real. it's like here's the stuff that you put in the book.
0: Yeah, and here's what you. It, this it, is this your is, research. Yeah, this is how great I am as a as a as a killer as a as a man who dispatched who he needed to dispatch. And for this mess-up company, blah, blah, blah. But, uh,
1: yeah. Oh, and that's when they, they go out into kind of Nowheresville, and they dig up um, a box, and there's a rifle inside that box. And that was the rifle he used to kill the... Was it the bookkeeper and his wife, or the accountant and his wife? The
0: bookkeeper and his wife, I guess. Yeah, whatever.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and also kind of muddy. It's not... It's
1: Yeah, not, the storytelling is a bit muddy.
0: And that's... That's a bit, that's very French, uh, frustrating, but, uh.
1: So now they're, um, they're in a bar chilling and James Woods is singing to the piano that's playing for some fucking reason, which is really odd.
0: (laughs) That's, that was very strange. He's doing some weird, James Woods is doing some weird shit in this.
1: I, yeah, I, he's an odd character. Very
0: odd, strange character. Believes a lot in America, or it has like some sort of some weird patriotism, patriotism, patriotism. Well, yeah, what word is that? Patriotism. 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 Patriotism lines in this fucking movie, you know, and you know, just there are lines that you know were written by uh, Larry Cohen, just because you can remember. Uh, because you know of Larry Cohen's other fricking work, it's like anybody can kill the president. anybody can anybody can kill anybody, even the president. Remember? <laughs> Shut the fuck! God damn it, dude! You you forgot to flush you know, after killing someone in a bathroom. So there's he's a he's a weirdo. He's a he's a strange guy. I understand. She's the clean part of your life. I'm the dirty part. <laughs> God. It it, it it curdles your fucking brain with this fucking type of shit. Anyway,
1: and so then he was apparently supposed to have the rifle tested, which is supposed to oh, prove God. something. But a part of it was broken, and it couldn't and it couldn't be shot again yeah. or some again. Not very clear. So uh, uh IMDb trivia says um that John Flynn claims to have heavily rewritten the screenplay yeah. prior to principal photography.
0: And which, changed the title, too.
1: Okay, which kind of makes sense, because I don't know, every. I haven't seen all that many Larry Cohen films, but they've all been fairly cle- clear. Yeah, this is kind of, yeah, this seems a little bit, like you said, muddled and kind of maybe rushed. And it's like, eh, we'll just put, put this in. It doesn't have to completely make sense or we don't have to explain it all the way. The main sort of thing.
0: The, we'll get to that point later, but uh, what Larry Cohen was really pissed off about uh, when this movie came out was the, the young daughter running towards the killer rather than away from the killer at the very end. Oh, okay, so that's much later. And that is what really pissed him off. ...about this movie and thought he ruined it, even though it was kind of, yeah, the majority was written, uh, rewritten over 75%, like, was rewritten about this stuff. um,
1: So, James Woods, he goes to the the bar itself, and he orders a drink, and um, he's kind of hitting on this chick, but the chick is with another guy, and that guy is kind of trying to start, start stuff with James Woods, but James Woods isn't, like, in the mood, um...
0: They're in Texas, and that's. Uh, oh yeah, it's,
1: this is a big, like, very Texas dude.
0: Yeah, they're actually in the city of uh, in the state of Texas. I don't want to say the city, the city of Texas. I'm smart, really. But uh, yeah, and it, he is clever enough. He's he's got what young people call the riz when it comes <laughs> to the uh, that stuff, which is honestly very true. But um, yeah, it's.
1: And, and then and then James was kind of like ooh, I'm, I'm the lover it's my brother he's the fighter in the family and Bray brandon he's all like yeah don't don't fuck up my friend um so then that that gets over with and it's not really it, it's, it wasn't really necessary it's I guess just we're trying just to show showing a little bit the more type of characters yes, that they show, are yes. just a
0: little bit of more character development but it didn't really push the story because it it just it was just like it felt like a uh, acting exercise inside of it because you're not pushing any part of the story forward mm-hmm. with any of this and it's but
1: he still kind of like grazes his finger like on the girl's back so she's like into it um the and, the woman I mean, and then he goes up to the uh the piano player and is like, hey, can I can I borrow a cig? And the guy's like, sure. And James Woods just takes the ones he's the one he's already smoking. Yeah, he
0: didn't he he supposedly quit smoking and didn't want to do any smoking, so that's why he was doing that.
1: Which makes yeah. sense that in the eight mid late eighties that might have been before they started doing the herbal cigarettes, so everyone was just to smoke real cigarettes like poor like like poor Christy McNichol the who 80s. developed a smoking habit after doing Little Darlings, yeah. which is bullcrap um oh so anyway he he's trying to again you know prove to denny he what what a tough motherfucker he is so he starts like burning his palm with this the cigarette what happens. i did it i did it
0: i am very very manly look at me oh gosh don't don't do it here
1: miranda That's, no and 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 then he he kind of fucks Maybe up she but,
0: just picked up a fucking lighter
1: yeah i'm just lighting the lighter just made me want to do that um, yeah. and then he, that's where he kind of fucks up because he remembers having seen burn marks on the palm of the main gunman
2: yeah.
1: in the depository robbery at the beginning of the film. And so he gets pissed off and he's like, oh, you are, you, you lied to me. You're the one who like shot my old friends, yada, yada. And he,
0: r- and he rips off his fucking shirt and you can see the scar on his fucking body on his fucking belly.
1: Well, he, I mean, James was lies though. excuse me lies and said you know he's like what are you talking about man i used i started doing that in high school to impress girls first of all i don't think that's going to impress any high school girls that's going to creep pretty much all of them the fuck out Uh, check me out i can burn myself (laughs) i maim myself in the you know with the hopes of getting laid no
0: no one no woman's gonna suck your dick if you show uh, you got fire on no who knows what kind of
1: weird marks are on the dick
0: so, for another PSA, <laughs> don't castrate and also don't put you know fire on your penis. Leave on the lighter. Fi- don't
1: don't hurt fire. genitals. Period.
0: Yes, genitals should be left alone, America.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he punches him and splits his lip.
0: Yeah, and they get a do- No, no, it's it's okay. It's all right. He's my brother. I'm. I'm. We're we we're, we're brothers. Yeah,
1: right? people in the bar are worried. Like, okay, this is violence.
0: This is uh, insane here. What are we doing here? This is fucking okay. Oh, he's my brother. Don't worry about the thing. Everything's okay. Everything's okay. Everything's great. Don't worry about it. That fucking and uh, yeah. After that, after that, they leave more or less, right? Yeah, they
1: go back to the hotel room, and we see James Woods leave the room, and the chick that he was hitting on is naked in his in his like oh. sweet bedroom. He and was like, able
0: to. It's like really after
1: all so. that weird creepiness, she's still okay, fine, whatever. But then he comes out and being all like a misogynist prick, he's like, "Hey, uh, you want to crack at her now? What? You've never shared a woman with a friend? It's like, dude, you're fucking no, gross. Don't do
0: that. I don't want. I wouldn't want to do that." I, it, 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 especially right afterwards, there's no.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I know it. you know he didn't use a condom, so it's just like, oh yeah, let let's mix our dick juices and this our di- yeah, fucking gross dick juices, castration, a whole
0: bunch of wonderful talking on this fucking episode of Top Notch Nonsense. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I
1: yeah just, we are not family friendly. Just,
0: I, very explicit, but dick juice. No, they don't want his dick juice in the same dick juice. I mean, yeah. That, and then they completely forget
1: of, about this chick. Type, she is no more. What, what we don't find of out her name. going
0: to come out of that? But yeah, no baby. Abortion. Uh, but uh, Anyway,
1: so then Brian he's yeah. like, oh, I want to see where it all began. I, I want to meet your family. So Let's go to Oregon.
0: Let's go, go like, to oh, Oregon. Fucking okay,
1: fine. And so we're flying
0: on Oregon. You know, whose dime is this? We're on the corporate dime of... of of David, uh, I would
1: think I would think James Woods has to be paying for all of this.
0: yeah, I or I hope so. Yeah. we
1: know Dennehy's broke.
0: David Matlock's uh, Kappa international uh, account. no, but yeah. Denny's broke. Yes,
1: they get, and they get to the house and they're like, oh yay we're being friends and it's yeah it's it's James you know Cleve's parents and his sister and it's like a lovely they're very they warm. they live on they live on a farm they're trying to say they're like these down home Midwest people and it's like okay but they literally sit there in Oregon which is on the coast so yeah I mean right. not that there aren't farms in Oregon but there okay. are plenty of farms in yeah Oregon, but yeah but it's like oh all right um,
0: but that type of mentality uh, or like a certain kind of quote unquote. Like, uh, innocent mentality.
1: Yeah, yeah. they have no idea that he's, you know, he's a, bad, a contract killer.
0: Man,
1: yeah. <laughs> and, uh, they they seem, oh,
0: wow, you have a friend. Oh,
1: that's what I am. Yeah, they're just a very nice family. And, um, they have, you know, they're having dinner. And, um... Brandon, he's like, oh, so was this a trip a surprise? Because he thought it was his idea. But then the mom's just like, oh, no, he called us seven days ago and told us he'd he'd visit, and he visited right on the day he said he would. So, like, he's been, so James Woods has been playing Brandon. He, like, a fiddle the entire time. Yeah,
0: which is just, okay. I I think this is interesting, but it's not also, it's also really not super essential. I I mean, I guess it's kind of essential, but.
1: Do you see so, why I was a little bit bored by this film? Because there okay. are so many things that just aren't like, really pushing the main narrative.
0: Yeah,
1: right. like it's supposed to tell us more about the character, I, but it's kind of like, eh, it doesn't tell us that much. But it, it doesn't. Yeah, and it doesn't kind of
0: tell. I mean, I guess you could see. It's it, like okay, he's a, a slime.
1: Okay, yeah, re- rebellion. He's okay, them. he's a slime ball that came from like a totally normal family. Okay, and big wanted mob. to be
0: a badass. Wanted to be a big man. Wanted to be a cool guy. Wanted to be a hitman for. Uh, Money making corporation, but uh, yeah, and it's it's okay. They I I wonder how many yeah I wonder how many of them are super innocent to his his fucking evil ways or his you know whatever. He's
1: so I guess about. they're sleeping in his old room. Um, James Woods holds a gun to Brian Denny's face, but he's not actually asleep, and he totally calls his bluff. So then they're it on a plane,
0: yeah. bullets in there as well.
1: Yeah, so then they're on a plane. I guess they're going back to L.A. Um, and James Woods gives Brandenihy an engraved Patek Philippe, and yeah. Brandenigy just kind of like, nah, no thanks. D- take the fucking watch, bro. Even if you don't want it, you can sell that for, like, five figures.
0: I gotta be honest, I had no idea what that was, and so I was like, ooh, oh. cool, and then I looked it up afterwards, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, they're insane.
1: extremely, extremely expensive watches.
0: They're really good, but I, I mean, yeah. yeah, they're
1: lovely, they're beautiful.
0: And so, my gosh, in 1987... How, help, yeah, they must have been my God, anyway, but uh, yeah, anyway, they get to the uh, they get back to l a <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll give you my watch, he do it does it on the fucking plane, but yeah,,
1: I know he didn't even open the box and look at it, I would have to see what it looked like,,
0: yeah. Come on! Don't throw away something that fucking. Because awesome they make some, they
1: make some really cool timepieces.
0: Sell it, uh, you know. Sell it at a decent price in Los Angeles, in, in Beverly Hills. Just go drive down to Beverly Hills and pawn shop that motherfucker. Yeah, that's what I would do at least.
1: Oh, so Medlock's, um lawyer and his PR guy, who we find out is really a PI, go to the police station to accost Brian Dennehy um, and try and talk him out of writing his book. Yes, the They're lawyer and his,
0: uh, you know. Uh, The The guy with the the fucking hair
1: plugs And and Brandon he keeps making cracks About the hair plugs and it's like What is the purpose of this? (laughs)
0: Well, it is, interesting. it is an interesting flair to keep on bringing up that the guy is... But
1: why, does the, P- why does the PI have hair plugs to begin with? I don't. Is this some sort of uh, trying to say something about L.A. or is it just... Oh, yeah. Or is L.A. It,
0: hair plugs.
1: Or is it just the writer had some good hair plug jokes and he's like, how do I work this into a screenplay? <laughs>
0: or John Flynn says, I like hair plugs. Let's write some hair plugs lines. That's very odd. Oh, I wonder, were the hair think? plugs
1: real? They probably weren't.
0: Oh, that... It, if that was improv, then some someone should be ashamed. No, no way. <laughs> no, your hair plugs. <laughs> no, but he tells him what he tells him what's what. He doesn't say you you're gonna threaten me. He tries to the fucking lawyer, you know, fucking goddamn, what's his fucking ugly name, David Matlock's lawyer. And and David Matlock's uh, PR guy, Cap Internationals' PR guy and lawyer, are trying to quote unquote more or less muscle uh, Brian Danny Dennis Meacham, ha- uh, his fucking like you're hey maybe if I bought. a Maybe if you uh, you don't do that because, uh, or I can buy the book from you and you uh, and you can write it with his say so and with his mm. inclination uh, to you know he'll give you a low down interview on everything and it'll be an official one and you know but you, uh, it but implies more or less you know if you don't do it the way we want you to write it then fuck off, then we're not gonna have, we won't like this publisher we'll blackball you and all this fucking shit. A
1: whole bunch of threatening. Shit. Yeah, yeah. The Madlock dude, he probably also has some, um, pull in the government as well. At least local. Yeah. Um, and possibly the, uh, and, and we know, um, the, the, uh, police, um, the LAPD as well. Um, so, um, then he's hanging out with his agent, Victoria Tennant. She's stoked about his current manuscript.
0: Yeah.
1: Um... And then she goes back home, she takes off her dress, and James Woods is in her place. <laughs>
0: and he gets to be Mr. Ugly, Creepy, Disgusting Yes, Ugly, man, Creepy,
1: man. Disgusting Man. So he's like asking her questions, he's like, uh, uh, am I lovable? Am I portrayed sympathetically? No,
0: no, especially not right now, you fucking... Yeah,
1: and, sh- and she's just like, dude, what the fuck? And he's like, I want to see a manuscript. And she's like, I don't have one, he wouldn't give it to me, what do you want? Um... And, and the first thing she says though is is crazy. Like, yeah, she's in like her bra and panties, and he just shows up, and she's like, "Do what you want. I won't fight." It's like, oh damn,
0: Jesus Christ, that's that's scary. I mean, yeah, God, That's yes. very scary. Having boobs
1: can be scary. Yeah. Um. So then he like just. He's pulling a power play on her. He doesn't do it. Any- well, he, he holds a knife to her face, and she's, you know, scared shitless. But then he's just like, ah, and he goes to her closet, and she's like, ah, you know, there are a lot of hardworking women who can't even dream about having clothes like this. What makes you better than them? And she's like, nothing. She's like, I'm a fucking book publisher. What do you want from me? So he cuts up all her dresses, and they're not that fucking great. Like, he doesn't even know. Those might just be her like ho hum dresses cuz it's not like she had a massive closet. Jesus so I think Christ. he's he's projecting shit onto her yeah, for, yes. I mean, for for I mean, no, for we don't, what for I mean, what reason we for don't even reason, know. What reason because there isn't even I you could have done something
0: interesting here with this is after you go see the parents. What you could have done was, you know, if you want to, you know, you know, build his biography as the as a hateful fucking disgusting prick, you could have fucking said, oh, it's your father doing this, so he acts a certain way, and he still acts a certain way, so you know where his evil comes from, if it's comes from... Uh, oh, yeah, some
1: thing, actual... Where he learned his little behavior. A little bit of origin, yeah. Uh,
0: learned his behavior through his family or yeah. anything like that, and that's... It, it, now, if one of the parents was mean or cruel or shitty, and that you can say, oh, that's where he learned his... Shitty Or yeah,
1: if if his mom was a huge bitch, it's like, oh, he has a problem with women.
0: Or yeah, or or just feels a certain way. But though they were so mild mannered in such a way that it's so surprising that it just seems like every fucking behavior and action from James Woods's Cleave his name's Cleave. Uh, it just it it feel it just feels like an adolescent boy just screaming at the world. Just I'm so angry. I'm so angry. And mm. you don't deserve it. There neat it. It feels like they could have expanded on whatever type of wound or quote unquote wound or whatever how he got to be this type of shitty. Especially how shitty is to just a regular person. Just the people in Africa don't have or whatever the people in other countries don't have. What you have, you fucking whatever, and it's that's insane. it's just it's just it, it another yeah another thing that falls through. It doesn't really work, or yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. But, and he tells her that you know, oh, don't 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 tell Brian Tenney I came here. Yeah, he'd, he'd, Brian be, he'd be pissed, and you might not finish the book or something.
0: Yeah. Which is fucking.
1: Which is like, or you could just not be a fucking misogynist jerkface in general. You could just yeah. not do that. And uh, um. Oh, go ahead. No, no. He, uh, uh,
0: what, uh, there's a certain uh, enforcer start to come after freaking David, uh, uh, after Dennis Meacham's stuff. Anyway, but that happens a little bit later. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so they go to this um, uh, Woods and Denehy, they go to like a textile factory um, to talk to uh, a senator's. Former maid who now works at the factory.
0: Yeah, and this uh, this uh, was sad. this was sad. It felt like a real play. It felt like a real
1: place. Um, I think it was. A, I th- I'm sure it was a real factory. But okay, so who who is the senator in this story? Is he just this? M- it's probably just more research for the book, but do we actually know what the hell's going on here? That, okay,
0: fine. Yes, one more thing where it doesn't feel super goddamn clear. Unfortunately, I like this movie, but a lot of this is not clear. Oh, we got to get this sen uh, this senator's aide, but we don't even know how or senator's uh, 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 maid. Yeah, America,
1: she yeah. she knew something about one of the murders, so I think she's supposed to corroborate something corroborate that James and was is too, saying
0: he did, no, that he did and beca- that Cleve did because Cleve comes up and says, do you remember me? Do you remember who I, w- uh, who I am?
1: Yeah, and of course she's freaked out. She's like, oh god, I don't need this shit.
0: Yeah, I just want to do the laundry that my freaking job, which is awful. But yeah, just so you can... But it, it it doesn't go well and then... doesn't go well because then they have fucking people come after it. After yeah, yeah, her.
1: Madlogs guys, um, they, they fucking, show up at the factory as well. And just
0: start fucking... Uh, going after this maid who was the assistant to effect or was a maid who saw something of a a senator probably getting murdered or whatever. Mm -hmm. But so, yeah, the maid gets
1: shot. James Woods shoots the creepy hair plug guy.
0: Yeah. Which is congratulations. Mm -hmm. Yay, I guess.
1: So Medlock's other guy, his lawyer goes to Brian Dennehy's house and scares the daughter. Yeah. But then James Woods, he's also there.
0: Yeah, he is also there. <laughs>
1: he's he's kind of um, a step ahead. Yeah. So he, you know, takes the daughter to the agent's place. So it's like, okay, maybe here. I, I it's like, huh? I could find where his agent lives, and surely she'll be happy to see me. Um, but not, Madlock's guys won't be able to find that the daughter's there. Like, eh. That I don't, seems yeah yeah that's... implausible. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love you. Implausible. No, this would happen. Bullshit. I don't
1: enjoy it. <laughs> but, it's a, but it's okay. So the two girls are together now. <laughs> Brand Dennehy, um, he lands at LAX. Yeah. Uh, James Woods somehow got from wherever they were earlier. Yeah. An, another, a day earlier.
0: Yeah, again. This...
1: We don't know where this textile factory was. I assumed it was in LA. Apparently it was not since he's somehow, he's in the airport for some reason.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. So you see why I have issues with this film, right, no, babe? No, no, I, I, I had trouble following some of it. Yeah. It might just be me being a moron, but I think no, no, I, the script might be. I,
0: I, yeah, it's, uh, so again, when you rewrite a whole script, not or a, 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 a rewrite nearly all of the whole script or whatever, it's gonna, it, and you don't, you don't. Uh, I think they should should have should have collaborated and been clear about some fucking things because there's a lot of great and interesting set pieces and stuff in this movie. I do like or this, it.
1: It could it could have, it could really have been like like one yeah. big murder that was kind of a conspiracy instead of oh, I killed this person and I killed this person and I killed th- this person and let's just find like a teeny tiny little bit about each one. It could have been like an overall arching larger crime that he committed. Yeah. Or something, I don't know.
0: No, that makes sense. Anyway, but uh let's get So next.
1: then he um okay, so let's see. Um okay, so he lands at LAX uh and some guy hands him one of you know a Madlock goon um, hands him something, and it's an invite to a party for a school fu- function from David <laughs> Madlock. It's like, um, okay, so I guess I'm going to this weird function now.
0: Yes, and it on Pacific Coast Highway, even though it doesn't.
1: Oh yeah, you know, on, on PCH. We looked up the address, and there's literally nothing, nothing there. there.
0: But yeah, of course. You know, why would there be anything there? But uh, yeah.
1: Um, um, so he goes back home. His daughter's gone. So he's freaked out, um, and the dead guys, who I guess it was the, the lawyer, um, James Woods, I guess killed him, uh, so he's you know there in Denny's house, as well as James Woods, and um, uh, we see cops take Holly, his daughter, from the agent's house and we don't know exactly we don't know where they're taking her to yet but we imagine it's this benefit thing and it is
0: and it is and that is that's sad we we because we have there's a good way of sympathy like there's some uh stuff here that is very obvious oh no the daughter is in trouble what's going to happen to the daughter will she be okay it's such a, it, you know, there's a whole bunch of fucking crime tropes within this of, like, the helpless. Yeah,
1: guy. yeah, I mean, we see her in, in a Black Mariah and everything, so we think that, like, oh, she's being protected. Yeah. But then we find out she's just at the same party, and it's like, oh, okay, so that guy's in control of the LAPD. Yeah. Um, or
0: enough. Or, f- or a private, fashion, uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Oh, yeah, it could be. Uh,
0: moonlighting people. Retirees like, or, yeah, retirees yeah security. People do yeah.
1: people um, So, yeah, Brandon, he shows up to this fancy kitty party. Yes, there are children everywhere. Outside at whatever Which function is. Which gets it insane
0: at. because what happens a little bit later I is know. fucking sanity
1: Anyway. I know. James Woods is also right there. He shoots one goon. He shoots another goon in the bathroom.
0: Also, or, uh, goons are dying around us all left and right and yeah. center and di- upstairs and downstairs. All the I'm dead goons. Shit. Yeah.
1: Um, Brian Dennehy, he meets in a room with, with um, David Matlock. Uh, James Woods shoots yet another goon. Um, and that's when we find out, oh, that Holly is also at the party. Yeah. Under Madlock's a, orders.
0: Uh, and stuck in a room by herself. Yeah.
1: So, or- yeah, David, yeah, yeah. And David Madlock tries to use the daughter At you know, tells Brian Dennehy, like, no, your daughter is fine. She's here. And tries that's to, yeah, and helpful. tries to use her as leverage to stop the book from getting published. Yeah. And Which is like, okay, I, I'm, I, I'm a little bit kind of. I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe it's just his, you know, public image he doesn't want tarnished. Yeah. Um, because, like I said, if somebody... How are they going to prove any of this? The only thing that yeah. Dennehy has to go on is James Woods' um, word. And, yeah, okay, theoretically he could prove to other cops the way he proved to Denahi, but he would just go to jail. Yeah. I, it's, it's like, I don't know if there are legal ramifications to this novel. Um. But I uh, yeah, I'm not really. Sh- but he's he's scared of it coming out. He's
0: scared of it coming out.
1: Yeah. Um. So James Woods shoots yet another goon in front of the daughter, and he calls um on Madlock over the PA speaker. So yeah, he's just shooting goons in front of all these children.
0: Yeah, these and, like
1: ten year old children.
0: And, and you're and you're traumatizing all of them by yes, goodness.
1: everybody's gonna be yeah. He's just shooting all these goons in front of the party kids. And Holly, the
0: daughter, is going to have like. TSD oh for totally! Her fucking life. If she doesn't,
1: really yeah. So there's a straight up shootout between David Madlock and James Woods. Uh, Madlock gets Holly, and he shoots James Woods in what the leg, I think it is. Yeah. So, so um, Brian Dennehy holds a gun to you know Madlock's head, cuffs him, and um, so we assume he's being arrested on really no grounds. Yeah,
0: on really on no- nothing. It's not.
1: So we don't know what actually happens to David Madlock, but we do find out that the book is published and it's a big hit. There we go.
0: Yay! Yay! But it, it's like, remember, I'm the hero. Yes, yes, you're you're the hero. Congratulations. It's fucking. Oh, it, it, freaking. Um, so Sly Stallone saw the film and enjoyed it so much. He uh, he called up. Uh, James Woods and asked him, "Hey, what do you know about this John Flynn guy?" And then, John Flynn's next movie in 1989 was called Lockup. Yeah, it's a very interesting. It's a very. It's interesting enough now that I now that we've talked about it and you've let me know about some of the holes. I I kind of just love Brian Denny and James Woods, and that's why. I, like it so much, but I do really. Yeah,
1: I think it's just if you just happen to like watching these guys banter, you'll enjoy this film. That was not enough for me because you know I just don't shoot 'em way. ups. Kind of bore me. No,
0: yeah, that's fine. But uh, this was this is better than uh, some other shoot 'em whatever. Yeah, yeah, but whatever. All right, so
1: but there was less unnecessary violence, but there was still just a lot of unnecessary little scenes. Well, uh,
0: yeah, there was, and they didn't. They could have cleared some stuff up. They could have built be, uh, built the characters a little yeah. bit better. Unfortunately,
1: it, I it felt really a little bit slapdash in the story department.
0: Yeah, and that's that's a real shame. I'd like to get into that. All right, so here is the uh, segment uh, called uh, "Notes Without Context." Here we go. Notes without context. Okay, these are these are notes uh, without context. This is where I. Read. Wait,
1: wait, wait. What segment is this?
0: Notes Without Context.
1: Oh, okay. I missed that. You
0: get notes Without Context. Okay. Here we go. Notes Without Context. Oh, where my God.
1: Cut at least a <laughs> few of those out.
0: No. Uh, no. Uh, is where I read uh, all of my notes um, that uh, that I wrote down for this movie out of context. Wow. Is that smart? Fuck off, Michael. Here we go. Driving in a parking garage, driving downtown, propaganda from a van 1972, killed the greedy Nixon masks. Police station in the main build up locker, Rothman shot in the shoulder, studded police evidence locker, de- uh, dem- uh, de- uh, department, Tory building. That's not correct. I wrote that wrong. Dem's modernization, the inside job, decorate uh, decorated officer, lather up at the docks, freeze asshole, own away motherfucker, drive. I'm not driving. I'm on my break, mother. All right, James Woods is following Bran Muffin. What? Find him at the wedding spot. James Woods at the yoga eggs. Oh my gosh, that many demands. Brian gets a note saying thank you. Eggs? Very funny this guy took me and my friend's home. Driven by a stranger? It decides Hollywood, but an incoherent. The Brian Dennis reach him. Am I going to meet him? Oh, down by the docks combo with with Jay Woods helps what the crazy world is with the Munchin out the wake for looking across his ads and maybe shooting in the range. 4 p.m. They break no shorter Cappy International corporate hitman, the Depreciatory Tried a card I swear was the Diagnosis capital Oh venture capital He threw me out We need to get For each other The uh, down trodden. I'm the criminal We're so Drinking a beer In the dark cop Talking to daughter To go see Daddy Matlock Oh my gosh There's Daddy Matlock Modern roller uh, Modern ro- uh, robber baron Roller uh, Roller baron I look forward to It deserves the big Black sunglasses, cap us the sunglasses, a lot of get it if we will. Packs a butt at the taxi cab, blew off my own butthole. The calories, cereal, but who were they? Talk to them, and then the felons killing the people with the now gangs in the book. This could I see my muse get in the details of his kills. I feel like the paramecius of of his once A ravished soul would have what he never bites to be. Maybe your dildos can dalliance without his Danzig hole. Oh my gosh, Duena. Business I was in the book with of the Matlock. The James Woods singing. Ooh, Wiener, my wonderness. Oh, now I beat till you go. Yeah, I can have it. Willpower is what disguises sound sociopathy. Oh my gosh, he's my brother. He's not heavy. He was one of the guys. For enough Brett Itzkit people, you're rough. Only in America, sacrifice sacrifice the capitalists. Am I right, uh, Cleve? Oregon to see cleave's family more coffee am i a thoughtful son an abortion a freaks who gets out to watch him out your notification and gun it be logan decent people's got you sauntering protect philippe kappa international can pr guy has a gun oh my god and then read all about in a book good luck with what his editor friend slash it says about it emptying to his book voyeur look. Oh my God! The God hands good girl and copy and fuck and then there is seven and then there is serving needs. Oh my gosh! Clothes like the destroying dresses. A copy of the manuscript. Like what? Washer woman knows how to truth. Senator killed Ward. Now they're just there. Henchmen after her. Madlocks people are gonna kill her. Damn he goes down. Damn she goes down. Maybe I am where independence It Don't count. Now you're not. Clear murders down the drain. Dennis and I need a favor. Darty at the vagrant's house. Need an ending? Litenants to fuck you up the Cleaver household. We're the resident. Remember, there still are a 16-year-old. Not sure if you can trust the California Dennis. Heathens. Henchmen. No, henchmen. No no doc left. Can't get anything right. Cleve gets shot by David... Oh, Goldman, asshole, David, except it's in the book. And that was uh, Notes Without Context. Our next movie we are talking about is from the same director. It came out in 1994. The movie is called Brainscan. It came out in April of that year. And uh, this is another packed month of really insane movies. We had. Uh, the movies that came out this month in April of 1994, along with Brain Scan, at the same time were Clifford, which we're going to do soon. Oh Lord! Uh, Backbeat, Chronos, Necronomicon with Matt Dillon, I believe. The counterfeit, uh, the counterfeit Contessa. Uh, Enemy Gold, Leprechaun 2, Threesome, Holy Matrimony, Serial Mom, Red Walk West. Serial Mom and Red Walk West, I both want to do for the pod as well. Uh, Surviving the Game, another really great movie. Cops and Robbersons with uh, Chevy Chase. Bad Girls with Annie McDowell. Chasers directed by Dennis Hopper. The Unborn 2, No Escape, with Ray Liotta. Thunder and Paradise 2, with Hulk Hogan. Uh, when a Man Loves a Woman, The Favor, PCU, with honors. National Lampoon's Last Resort, and the movie Shrunken Heads. But we're talking about uh, Brain Scan. It's by the same director. And we once talked about... Uh, it's with um, someone we've already talked about. Uh, fucking... Goddamn, uh, uh, Edward Furlong, who, uh, the director didn't like whatsoever.
1: Apparently not. Uh, do
0: you read what I read about that Yes, yeah, I did. It's not, uh, he, he, he thought he was a shit actor, like, straight up, and had mm-hmm. to fucking slap him around. I mean, John Flynn wasn't, uh, f- wasn't fucking around. Holy fuck. It's not cool. But this is, uh, this is, I guess, this was written by Andrew Kevin Walker... Uh, who wrote uh, Seven and okay. Eight Millimeter? <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> and uh, some other uh, some other fucking disturb more other disturbing shit. But uh, this uh, this has a lot to like. This is super fucking nineties, nineties oh, yeah. to the fucking hilt. There's not one thing. I mean, there uh, there's a bit of voyeuristic Hitchcock in here. There's a bit of fucking. Uh, there's a bit of like, t- uh, this is more or less a teen teen horror movie, but everyone except everyone except Edward Furlong is someone who is an actor in their twenties. Yeah, which is fucking goddamn. Kyle is 27 years old yeah. when this was shot, so it's amazing that he still looks like a fucking 16 or 15 year old in that in this fucking movie. This movie is very strange. You, uh, you, uh, yeah, it
1: you, has a weird vibe to it.
0: Yeah, I uh, you kind of got me on this kind of bre- uh, of it, and it, I heard about this kind of first from you, and I was like, oh, they're from the same director, so we might as well.
1: Oh, had you not seen this before?
0: No, this is the first time. I just thought, oh, it's from the same director. Oh, you, re- you was, really, you hadn't seen this. I before. had not seen this before. Oh at shit! All. Okay. So uh, yeah, it, it was it was really really cool. We have Frank Langella. We. Previously, have talked about in 1999 with the Ninth Gate, with Johnny Depp saying, "Hey, Johnny Depp, get me all the books of of Satan, and so I can conjure Satan, so I can, you know, be uh, apparently lit on goddamn fire," which is fucking stupid, you fucking loser. Goddamn fucking loser! I don't know why you would. I'm
1: gonna don't conjure Satan the wrong way. Yeah, do it you, my way. Do it
0: my way, and then you do it wrong. You do it slightly wrong. You don't know whether or not it's Satan's way or not. It might not be Satan's way. So we are going through. Uh, the soundtrack was uh, composed by George S. Clinton, oh, the yeah. Funk Man himself. It, it, it's uh, it's. It, this uh we have like hardcore rock and roll in this movie. We also have Primus yeah, we got some which Primus. is what Trickster actually likes the fucking yeah. uh, demon fucking guy. And yeah, you've seen this before uh before, right? Or, yes, I have. Yeah. So When did you first watch this fucking thing? I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, yeah. It used to come on like HBO. And you know, this is kind of my vibe, even though it's not a good movie. Yeah. And it's got a weird vibe to it. Yeah,
0: both movies are not good. I mean, as much as I love them, both of them are not good. I mean, they're not. Go watch both of them. I recommend.
1: But it's one of those movies where it's like you see the trailer and you're like, oh, that could be good. And then you watch it and you're like, oh, no, it wasn't.
0: it did not make any money, and it was panned universally. This was fucking insane. It's got a, it's got a 13 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh
1: man, that's bad.
0: And it, it, Entertainment Weekly gave Brain a D rating when it was released. So, and Variety also gave it a negative rating. It is not, but it what's has. A,
1: what's the letterbox score?
0: Le, what's the letterbox score? I can lie. Well, this uh, this ha- this had some good uh, this had some fun acting in it though. I, I it's like... got a
1: six on IMDb.
0: Yeah, and
1: um, you know you can look at Letterboxd on. I know,
0: but I'm on my uh, my, my thing, so But it's uh, it's a really good uh. Here we go. Oh, uh, a a solid three is what this is. Oh, interesting.
1: But uh, so it's pretty good. Three much out of like... five. Yeah.
0: Yeah very middle of the road. I I guess I think because it has a certain amount of flair to it, a certain amount of fun dumb bullshit.
1: And if you kind of watch it for the nostalgia of like CD-ROM games, yeah,
0: it's very 1994. It's yeah. very of its times, very time capsule-esque, you know. He wanted to uh yeah, it's it's it, it's a lot, it's a lot of and it's really it's it's light, it's fun, it's easy to swallow. There's nothing like
1: yeah, it's just missing a little oomph.
0: Yeah, I love. Uh, yeah, all has the emerging bands like Alcohol, Funny Car, and Money, Mud Honey, and White Zombie, and Old, and Dandelion, and, and I've already mentioned Primus, but Butthole Surfers are on also in this movie. The the not not mean not, not Butthole surf you know, the band is played in this movie, not. That whatever I understand. Thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is a very strange idea for a. Can we let's dive in? This is a very strange idea for a movie. So we got Edward Furlong, a, a another creepy kid who's like the main character. <laughs> another thing connected to this we we've already gone over. We've already talked about Edward Furlong. But in this, both of the two main uh, people in this movie, one of them. We uh, is is a fucking both. we have two creeps, James Woods and Edward Furlong playing very two different types of uh creeps. Towards ladies. Alright. Alright, fine. But yeah, no, they're they're both uh yeah, it's not uh I I'm curious how oh yeah, so I'd say James Woods' cleave killed more people in bestseller than than uh well, yeah, just alone. goons
1: alone. Yeah,
0: goons alone. Like, got rid of like at least like ten in that last fucking
1: <laughs> that last scene, <laughs> fifteen
0: yeah. minutes. Uh, but yeah, all right. So we uh, so we have him. He's kind of a loner. He's kind of a Michael yeah. Brower. I, I I enjoyed that as much as I detested that because <laughs> it, it it showed the best of what a Michael can be and the worst. He was mostly doing the worst of what a Michael can
1: be. Yeah, he runs the um, the horror club at his high school, yeah, where they sit around and watch horror movies. That's cool. Yeah, they watch Death, Death, Death Part Two.
0: Yeah, which I think we need to look at, it, look, look into. But uh, and he's he he's kind yeah he's a lo- loner misfit with one friend named Kyle who con- he pines after this one fucking girl who's just eh, who. He doesn't realize. Also, she also likes him, but that's not. Uh, uh, that's not. It's a little later. convenient. Yeah, it is. A bit, uh, named Kimberly, and yes. she lives right next door. And uh, he he le- he lives up in the fucking attic. And he has a. He does. A right
1: he lives where? In the
0: attic. Doesn't he live in the attic? or am I? Am in the attic? Addict? addict. Or at a- he lives in a. Uh, he lives in the mind of Robert Downey Jr. from 1994. No, he <laughs> He lives in the attic.
1: The at- attic. At- attic. It might be an attic, but it might just be an attic. upstairs bedroom.
0: Attic. But it, looked, it looks like, it, for it to
1: be that large and to have it, to he does. He does have, have, a, have a really, like, massive weight. bedroom, yes. Yeah, to have But I think it also, storage like, storage. we don't know what his dad does, but we know that he's gone this entire film on a business trip and his mom is dead, his, so we think they just have money.
0: Yeah, I guess he's a wealthy... Yeah, dad's out making money, not paying attention to the child. Well, the child. This is this was kind of triggering for me. Dad's out making lots of money. A great guy, but he's not always there for you. No, that's joking. But, uh, you know, it, it did bring back, like, oh, the dad's super wealthy. And he's alone by himself. You know, checking out horror stuff. What an interesting, like, a lot of things in common. Oh, did you, did you relate to this? Yeah, a man? lot, a lot. And his name is Michael. He's a loner. He's... Climbing after one girl, he has more or less one friend. It fucked with my head a lot. Clearly, Miranda, did
1: uh, you did you peep through windows at your no, name, the neighbor what girl? The fuck
0: God, no. I, a, I had two. No, a, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't do that. And B, I even if I wanted to do that, that I had a really huge house. I had it my the old house in Modesto. I was what I, I was fenced off. I'm not interested. It takes a lot takes a lot of work. I don't wanna fucking creep on girl creep on girls. It's disgusting. I don't wanna do that. Especially if they don't know. What's where's the fun in that? It's like yeah, hey, we're look how about just looking at each other and smiling at each other. How about that? That's thing. Yes, that's much Where, nicer. That's much nicer rather than be going like, Yeah hey ugh, ugh, boobies, you know. I'm not doing that. And I didn't do that. I didn't.
1: Well you did it just now. Yeah,
0: well over the as a character. Oh, I see. Okay.
1: So the movie opens up with this <laughs> this German Shepherd has something in its mouth. We don't quite see what it is, but it's running through this, you know, kind of idyllic suburban neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
0: it, that's another thing that reminded me of home. I uh, there's so much of this. <laughs> what? Oh. Reminded me of home. Reminded me of home. I, I so much of this just kind of brought was very triggering because I recognized so much of it. His name was Michael. He was. He's right. He he wants to really. He's really into like video games. And there's a spe, there's a specific. We're doing CD-ROMs here. This is this is a specific type of video game. I remember when that they were popping. I I enjoyed him. Yeah, popping those video games.
1: All right. Okay. Yeah. So then we flash to see a kid, a little kid who's probably about nine or so, in the hospital with a bloody leg. And then we flash to see a kid dragging himself through the rain toward his mother who is dead. Yeah. And then we see Edward Furlong as he wakes up, you know, like right after you have a gnarly dream in movies. He does kind of that, wake up. About his mother's death, about the car exit. Yeah, he lifts up his jammy pants and we see this gnarly scar on his leg. So it's like, okay, he was the kid. We get mom's dead and he has um, an injury. Um, So, oh. So his friend Kyle calls on the phone, and he has this really cool thing where he has this kind of, um, on his TV, is it his TV or his computer, where he has this kind of animated telephone assistant.
0: Yeah, and yes, it was an Igor, and the same guy who played Trickster did Did the the voice voice, for for the Igor character in in the video. Yeah, he
1: apparently did three different voices, and the one that they ended up using was his Boris Karloff impression, which yeah, it is. Yeah. So and that's kind really of a cool gonna... thing so that seems like something like a rich kid would have yeah and it's uh, and I, I don't it
0: wasn't clear what the what the father's uh, what the father's job was No it
1: didn't really go into uh, that at all because
0: it, if he's able to have that much money to buy all this fucking cool video games and sit, uh, have more or less some more or less a boy cave, I wouldn't say man cave because he's not a man yet, but a boy cave up there, and mm. be able to, you know, just be so plugged, uh, be so plugged in. There, uh, a lot. Of, the other thing that, uh, yeah, but yeah.
1: So, so it's kind of like whenever anybody calls, um, you know, Igor says like, "Oh, so and so calling," and you see so like and so master. Yes, and you see um, he has it. He has it um set up so like various photographs of the person show up on the screen. Yeah and or when he wants to call somebody he just says, you know Igor dial blah 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 so it's kind of like um like an old timey Siri yeah. but with a landline
0: and it's very it, it's very- Very freaking high tech for 1994. Yeah, for the realize how freaking. I I
1: don't even know if that was a thing that ever existed. I think that was probably just a cool thing for the movie that they
0: made up for the movie. Which is because it seems super. Seems like that you could do that
1: now. Yeah, it's like it's like an Alexa type type thing. Yeah, but it's only hooked up to the phone. It can't do anything else. But still, yeah,
0: which is cool anyway. But yeah, it's. yeah, it, it, he he's uh, he's call- Yeah, I liked how the uh, the pictures of all of his friends are mm-hmm. like call call Kimberly. And, like he doesn't he he call he calls her and doesn't really. Kind but of all the,
1: but head. all the pictures that show up of her are just pictures that he has taken of her from his window. Yeah, like a creep.
0: Yeah, like a cre- creepy 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 man. Like a uh, yeah, like a Hitchcock creepy man.
1: Yeah. Anyway, so um, Kyle is super stoked about this review of a new video game called Brainscan Brain scan. that he read in Fangoria. Yeah. Fangoria plays kind of a big role in this film. Yeah. Um, it's an interactive CD-ROM, and it's supposed to be like the scariest game ever, bro. Man,
0: Hooray, man. So, so awesome. as he's
1: listening to Kyle, he's peeping on um, the neighbor girl as she's changing. <clears throat> Yeah. So we see, like, Kimberly kind of see him do it. So it's like, she knows that he peeps, and she continues to keep her curtains open. So we she's infer that she's okay with it. But it's like, yeah, that's awfully...
0: permissive of
1: it. Uh, that's awfully convenient. But it's like, she kind of does it so she can watch him too. But it's like, why don't you we guys But we don't know talk? that until later. We don't know that until the very end, yeah. Yeah,
0: until much later. It was like, I was also watching you! It was like, okay, well, we didn't know... Th- we didn't know that. That seems like an easy. Uh, you were trying to make sure yeah. it's a both sides thing, not a both sides thing. But like to make sure that he's not the so only disgusting. So he seems less creepy. So he seems less creepy. But it's I, I would have bought that earlier if we showed her uh, peeping on him a little bit. But then that would lose the whole. But I I think you could have just dropped that and him just be. But you don't want to have your protagonist, your teenage protagonist, be freaking creepy, especially. Since so Kimberly is also in her twenties when she's making this movie, yes. so it's okay. There you go. But uh, so uh, there's there's that. He yeah, all those pictures are of <laughs> of of pictures he did with, with of her not knowing.
1: Yeah, and we see this because uh, he calls her through Igor, but it, so she answers, and he can tell that she's going to answer because he's watching her pick up the phone, so he knows exactly when to hang up. Yeah. So he hangs up just as she
0: answers. Just, they're, they're like, uh, they're emotionally uh, edging. They're like... Uh, well, they're 15. Yeah. Or supposed to be. Supposedly. Supposed or 16, be, I think he's 16. 16, yeah. No, they're teenagers, and so they're trying to, you know, Ooh,
1: oh, oh, is it okay if I do this? I can't use my words. Oh, uh,
0: boo I can't just say, hey, do you want to go out for a milkshake?
1: <laughs> because it's 1953.
0: It's 1994 in this movie.
1: But I would still take... Do you want to go out for a milkshake? That's adorable.
0: Yeah, well, they're teenagers. And what else is them to do in 1994 by going to, but go to the video game store and then go for a milkshake?
1: Well, you could do what Michael does here. And he calls... He Don't tells. say that. My,
0: my name's Michael as well.
1: Fine. Well, you <laughs> yeah. could do what Edward Furlong does here. And he tells Igor to call 1-800-555-FEAR. <laughs> And the brain scan line answers with his name, so it knows yeah. it's him. So this is already a little. This sketch. is
0: very yeah. How do you? That that's also very creepy, and it's something you, you would expect. It, it feels very modern because it's something you would expect now, because with all of the surveillance and shit like that, mm. you could have done this. That th- it feels like it's picking certain things from like dystopian worlds and dystopian universes of like I know who you I already know from the from the fucking number that you called from who you are and shit like that yeah anyway but uh yeah it's it's much more supernatural rather than that and yeah it's uh it's a very intense wonderful game
1: yeah so he's like what's the deal with this game and the line is telling him you know this this kind of like um robocall sounding Voice says, "You know, oh, it interfaces with your subconscious. The, I'm sorry, subconscious. Subconscious is not a word, I don't think. Um, it interfaces with your subconscious, um, and gameplay is different for everyone. And he's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he gets like zapped, like kind of electrocuted." From through his the, chair, yeah, it, just in his chair. Somehow, through from talking to this voice, and then he's told that his game has been chosen and it will arrive soon, and hangs up. Yeah, and, and he's like, he's like, the fuck. What? So None of
0: this makes any sense.
1: He's How just like, possible? yeah, I didn't, I didn't order this. I'm not paying for it. So he gets freaked out and he redials, but then he keeps getting a busy signal.
0: Yeah.
1: For those of you who don't know what a busy signal is, it goes. Eh. Uh, Yes, it's incredibly uh, annoying. On a landline, if somebody's already on the line and they don't have call waiting, you just get this incredibly Uh, annoying noise uh, telling uh, you that you are less important than who they uh, they are currently speaking with.
0: Yeah, and that was always a disappointment for me when I was a teenager. Well, but people didn't know you were going to
1: call, sweetie. Yeah,
0: well, that's on them. I still blame them. Uh, But, yeah, he... And the fact that he keeps on going, that he's still up for it when it actually gets uh, when it, when the yeah the I know that game would... actually mm. gets there. I again I know this is a horror movie. I know we're all supposed to do this, but uh, you know if it's already this type of freaky, this type of supernatural, he's acting like it isn't type of supernatural. If some if. If I was just sitting in my chair to just talk to the uh, customer service about a video game that I'm interested in, I'm not... I, it, and it just all of a sudden zaps my goddamn fucking body from, it, like, just supernaturally, I'd say, no, I'm not playing this anymore this game. We'll just read about it. And, and then, you know, ask other people about it who...
1: Yeah, right. so this is pre-Google, you couldn't just, like, yeah. or go to Reddit and be like, what's the deal with this weird-ass game? Yeah, that,
0: that's the major difference between this.
1: So he's in school the next day, and the horror club is sitting in um, you know, in a classroom, and they're watching Death, 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 Part 2. <laughs> not a real film.
0: No, it's not. Unfortunately. But, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: So a teacher comes in, sees it, turns it off, which is kind of like... Horror club sounds cool. Like I totally would have been in that if I had that at my high school. But so, I just right don't right. see that as something a lot of high schools would sanction. Yeah. It's like and yes, then let's shut watch... it down. I know, I know. <laughs> it's like it's like oh, can we have this club where we watch R-rated films when we're all under seventeen? Eh, and the school's not going to want to deal with that kind I, of liability. I would go for it if I was
0: the principal. Or if I was the uh, and
1: you school, would lose your job. Uh,
0: yeah, but I wouldn't want to be part of that job anyway.
1: Um, which is why, he, which is why you're not. Um, <laughs> but yeah, all right. And so then he, the teacher drags him to their office. It might be the principal. I'm not sure exactly Flint. who this character. is. Or maybe is.
0: he's like the uh, of like the ca- like some sort
1: of counselor. Could like, be that. Like, could be that as well. We really don't know what role this person plays in the school system. A
0: lot of, uh, John Flynn, you're being very unclear in both your movies here. Like yeah we don't
1: know what the dad does we don't know who this other adult is Um,
0: vague as fuck that's why so he takes him to the
1: office and he reprimands him and says you have to show me the next movie that you want to show beforehand or horror club is cancelled which is like okay fair make him watch a bunch of weird fucking shit um <laughs> That'd be awesome. And then he starts talking shit about you know young kids today and oh you 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 watch your pornography and get in erections and go out and rape people and <laughs> no. then Edward Furlong is kind of like I, I don't think erections rape people people rape people. people and
0: I don't I don't rape people there you go it's
1: which is sort of but you but you are you are a peeping tom yeah and yeah this is pre most major school shootings so yeah there's there's a lot of Subtext well, no, here. he's on the spectrum. He could go. He Wait, could, what? Does it say that?
0: No, no, I didn't mean the spectrum of. Uh, I, I meant on the spectrum of going like from like. He's a loner, so he could be on the spectrum to uh, you know. If everything really goes bad with the trickster, if everything really went really awful, then he could have turned into a school shooter a couple of years later. Sure, I mean he's on the spectrum of that. There's something to there that's are, not what on
1: the spectrum means. Michael. No, no, I
0: meant on um, the serial killer spectrum. I didn't that's not
1: ears. a thing. Oh, it's that not. is that is not that is not the nomenclature no, for that. When, it's not no. Okay, well, when you say on the spectrum, that usually ha- that has like. A couple of specific meetings. No, thank you, doctor. Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, I they... Don't get... Please don't write to me, people. Uh, you don't have to. Um.
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, Top-notch nonsense pod at gmail.com. Here we go. Oh, Lord. Okay. So. Um...
1: So, he's biking home after school. He sees some blood in the street. There's, like, an ambulance and cops... At a neighbor's house, and so he's like, "Oh, what's going on here?" Because um, he's a little morbid and curious. He's in morbid curiosity. Um And Franklin Jilla is like, uh, "You don't live here. You should leave." Yeah, and, he's and like, this is
0: the first time we see uh, Langella kind of like creep around and say, "Hey, uh, I'm here to fucking, I'm here to be the policeman."
1: God damn. Well, hence not creeping around. He's playing a detective. Yeah,
0: detective Hay- Hayden. Yes. And, uh, yeah, he just, why don't you, why don't you leave? it's not, you're not part of this, so get going.
1: So he, yeah, so Edward Furlan gets to his house, he checks the mail, so it's a bunch of stuff for his dad, and the brain scan disc.
0: Yes, the brain scan disc, the first one in a assortment of games that we find out from the main host of the games. But yeah, he, he, he seems, he seems, oh, and also it came very quickly, I mean, if it's if it's going, yeah
1: yeah, it's like the next day. It's weird. You no, know,
0: exactly. Very supernatural as well. So, uh, of course, if you're if you're if just calling a fucking place and it can zap you from the fucking chair that you're sitting in, then you you can also get your disk the fucking next day. Yeah, you
1: this is like, pre Amazon Prime. That would have been very unusual.
0: Yeah, and it's like eighteen dollars shipping or whatever.
1: But yeah, he
0: didn't even put any of his fucking uh, any of the payment down. Not that I'm, whatever, but I guess I'm nitpicking about this.
1: Well, yeah, that is weird to receive something that you have not paid for. Um, Oh, and then he checks the answering machine message, and his dad left a message. He's like, he doesn't have a lot to say. Just, oh, and by the way, you know, uh, I'm I'm still gone, and I miss you, you, and I love you, you, and...
0: and and Hope you're doing okay, and uh, maybe we can spend some time together. It's just, it's very flat. Yeah, flat, kind
1: of distant. He
0: doesn't even seem to understand... I, he seems to know his son enough, but doesn't want to. It hasn't dug deep to know exactly what how hardcore his interest, uh, how interesting his interests are, or interesting his interests.
1: That's crazy how you could get that from the hmm. from the answering machine message. Band. Well,
0: no, no, maybe I'm just looking. Sh- maybe I'm just digging shit into it or looking projecting projecting. projecting yeah, sure. Let's all the fancy work. but um, yeah, and it's it's sad, I guess. But uh, he se- he seems okay with it. Michael seems okay with it.
1: Well, he calls the brain scan line again yeah. to probably be like, what the fuck? Why did you know, why did you send this? I didn't straight of order. I just asked about it. And while he's on the phone with them, um, Kimberly calls him, but you know, she gets the busy signal this time. Mm, mm,
0: mm, yeah.
1: And it's like, dude, just call him again in five minutes. Like, why do you got to be all weird?
0: Yeah, that's, that's what you can that's what you can do. That's what I would have done. In that in this situation, or also but yeah.
1: So he puts the um, he puts the disc in his computer, and it kind of goes through like a preliminary um, explanation thing. It tells you that it creates something similar to hypnosis through a, a blinking screen, and he he's you know he he's like kind of talking to the. Um, the game, but the game is answering him, yeah. but he's not freaking out about that.
0: Yeah. Another thing, he seems very calm throughout throughout all of, <laughs> throughout majority of these. I,
1: I mean, even if it's like you don't believe that it's something that's actually listening to you, since it's supposed to be some preloaded game. If you say something and it answers something that makes sense to what you just said, like. Yeah, AI is not real yet.
0: This is all... Yeah, AI wouldn't should.
1: he have at least ha- have a, like, whoa, that was weird look on his face? Yeah, especially
0: not knowing exactly what type of technology he is diving in into here. Uh, you yeah, know, having dealt with what he's already done.
1: Yeah, the-, the narrator of the game, like, straight up calls him by his name and everything, and it's just, like, even nowadays, we don't really get that pre-programmed. You still have to put your own name yeah, into, you know... exactly.
0: Which makes me think it's more, like, a super... And it is more of a supernatural yeah. thing than anything else. But, yeah. Um... The uh, the tagline on this movie uh, on the fucking poster says an interactive trip to hell. I, I uh once we get into the game of here, but it didn't seem like hell. It's not not what, no. What, uh my idea of hell or like whatever. But um, yeah. He get he gets he starts talking to him and uh, yeah. He's inc- he needs to act like inside the game. He needs to act like a murderer or yeah. But go ahead.
1: Sure. Yeah. That's pretty much that's pretty much it. So it's a first person game. So and and we're you know the camera is is first person. Yeah. Um, so he goes into a house, grabs a butcher knife, goes into a bedroom of the sleeping dude. We see that the sleeping dude has a snake tattoo on his foot. Yeah. Um. And the narrator is like talking to him in the game. Yeah. Trickster. I guess it is trickster. It is trickster. Yeah. yeah. Trickster. Um. Who ha- we haven't seen yet. Um and he just he talks him into slashing the dude up while this pretty marmalade kitty watches. So this guy has a pretty orange kitty. Mm,
0: I love the kitty.
1: It was good to see a kitty. Yeah. This sweet kitty, but did not didn't help. Um yeah. Yeah. and then it's just like, oh, you have to get, you know, a memento or something. And then, so he cuts off the tattooed foot with this butcher knife. First of all, it's not even serrated. I don't even see that cutting through an entire foot. No. The bone and all Or
0: if it would, it it would take a long while. You would have to, and some real goddamn strength to just like chop that fucking foot off.
1: Yeah, but he just kind of slices through it like it's ham or something. And I'm like, eh, bullshit. Bullshit.
0: Seems like a very, too easy.
1: Yeah. So then, um,. Edward Furlong. He wakes up. He's super sweaty, and he chugs this big glass of milk that's on the table next oh to it. God, another
0: fucking thing yeah. I have in common with a guy. It's yeah, you, you love taking milk. I love
1: milk. But I'm just like, dude. If I if I wake up from something gnarly, I'm all sweaty. Milk is not my go-to. Yeah,
0: personally, well, it's, it's,
1: not even really for me. I I
0: need water. And it's, I'm not whatever. But I don't know. It's been a while since I've been that sweaty. But yeah, he's. <laughs> I mean, waking up in that much of a sweat after, because I never chopped off someone's foot. Oh, that's good. Yeah.
1: So, but. it's the next day, he's telling Kyle about how awesome the game is. Yeah. He's, like, super stoked on it, Um, and we see another emergency vehicle pass, so we're like, okay, something has happened.
0: And uh, we find out that the victim was real, I mean, like... He finds out the victim was real. Yeah,
1: he tries to play it and like Kyle wants to borrow the game, but he's mm-hmm. like, "Let me play it a few more times before I let you have it." Yeah. So, Edward Furlong goes home, he tries to play it again, but the disc doesn't work.
0: Yeah, you already beat that part of the game. You can't re-kill someone that you've already killed.
1: Yeah, it so it, yeah, scene. I guess it's, it's some it's something like that. So, Kimberly pulls into her drive, she gets home. Um, so Edward Furlan goes over to her place. We don't really know what he wants to talk to her about, but You know, they're neighbors, so I guess the parents know him enough to let him in. And, you
0: know, he's attracted to her. I mean, he's peeping on her, so, yeah. Good. What? (laughs) He is.
1: Yes. We've gone over that. uh, So uh,
0: there's a reason why he wants to talk to her again so he can see, you know, see her up close more.
1: All right. Um... (laughs) So, um, her, he's downstairs, and he's with the parents. The parents are watching the news on the TV, and he sees a story about a, quote-unquote, grisly murder. A 42-year-old man has been found dead, stabbed in his bedroom Ooh. with a severed foot in their sleepy little uh, New England town. I want to say this is in, like, mass or something.
0: Yeah. It, 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 a lot of people, uh, I read read into it, it seems like... it. It could either be Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Oh, okay. And there's a lot of because because the 717 is a is oh. no is a Pennsylvania number.
1: Oh, okay. Okay, so it's Penn. mm mm-hmm.
0: Mhm. And uh, yeah, and he keep uh at, at, even though some exteriors do look like they were shot in New Jersey, but yeah. Anyways. Eastern
1: Pennsylvania. Yes. Okay. Pennsylvania. Makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and he, I love how he plays with
1: that. Michael's area code is 717, which is located in eastern Pennsylvania. However, if you look closely at the letters that he sorts through and finds the brain scan package, the state that he lives in is actually New Jersey. Okay. So, wow, that's really, um. So
0: maybe he has, yeah, just a Pennsylvania number. (laughs) I don't know why, but yeah, whatever.
1: Okay, so the movie isn't even sure sure where it's supposed to be set, but New England. Okay.
0: Somewhere, yeah.
1: In so this way. freaks him the fuck out, of course. Yeah,
0: of course. And he's like, I love how he acts, how he tries to get out of the situation because he's like, he touches the painting on the wall for a half second and tries to rearrange it while trying to say, oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. Oh, sorry, uh, going to get out. Yeah, it freaks him the fuck out. And the the parents seem like unplugged from the uh, from their lives. The Kimberly's parents don't seem all that fucking jazzed either way about. About uh, Edward Furlong, Michael's character.
1: Yeah, I think I think they're also creeped out by him. But it's like, well, yeah. it's the neighbor boy. We know his dad. We have to be polite, I guess. Yeah. Was my read of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, it's...
1: Uh... So he goes back to his house. And he finds the severed, tattooed foot in his freezer.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's so his, sad. Yeah, so
1: his suspicions are uh, are true. So he calls the brain scan line again. Dude, this is so, like relevant like you have a problem with a product or a service and all you can try and do is call the fucking line and you never get anybody
0: yeah and, and if you do get anybody uh, it no takes actual forever help no real help like just like just do this okay is that all you you don't have any more to help me with no it it, it just Feels like such a waste of time.
1: Yeah, a lot of you know, like they're the phone reps. They're you know they they can only do what they can do with the training that they've been given. But yeah, a lot of times they don't know enough, or they're not able to actually. It's just it's all a bunch of bullshit. So this is you know this is a uh, relatable. Yeah, very relatable. Yeah, he he calls Brain Scan again, but this time yeah the line's even out of order. Like it doesn't even work anymore. Like it's not even a real number. So he's he's sol on line. that.
0: <laughs> yeah, sol.
1: So now the game the game starts to talk to him again because I guess he still has the um, the disc in the drive, but now it personifies as the trickster. Yeah. He just kind of morphs out of the Yeah, morphs uh, out of
0: the game and into real life and, or quote unquote real life. It, 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 after being tormented by, yeah, he's being, Michael's being tormented by the trickster. And yeah,
1: he just, straight up says he's like, "Yeah, you killed the guy in the game, and you're totally responsible for this." Yeah, and I and he and he looks through all his CDs. Um, so we well we know he likes Alice Cooper because he has that Alice Cooper cutout. Yeah, um, we don't know what else he has, but you know, Trish is all like, "Uh, oh, don't you have anything good?" And he yeah. pulls out a disc from his jack, and he's like, "Ooh, I never leave home without it." Dated joke. Yeah. And, uh, primus, um primus but he puts on primus
0: which is great and I he love starts
1: primus. and he starts dancing around and it's fucking weird
0: it's very weird this <laughs> this demon from the supernatural game loves primus everybody he loves he enjoys the, a certain type of weirdo rock and I ball.
1: think I I heard somewhere that um Trickster what when they were doing his design? Like he was supposed to look like something like a cross between like what is what did they say? Like Freddy Krueger and Frank Zappa or something like well, that? That makes
0: sense. That makes a lot of fucking sense, sure. I, I, I buy that. My god, yeah. <laughs> it's um I and, and so he, he gets a bit of a fucking he uh he gets a bit of a fucking it, it, pro, he's he's a fucking asshole. I don't like you know, him. <laughs> I, I think he is. He's a fucking asshole. He's just—he's a, a trickster. It's not—it's not cool, you know. He and he wants them to play the second disc. He disc. He wants them to fucking like you gotta play this. You gotta keep on going with the game. It's the only way to fucking win. Well,
1: yeah, cause, yeah, because Edward Furlong says you know it wasn't supposed to be real, and tricksters just like real, unreal. What's the difference? As long as you don't don't get caught, you must eliminate the witness, yeah. and that's why you have to play the second disc.
0: What wit? And he was like, "What what There's no fucking witness." Is I know. I was no thinking, witness? "Oh
1: God, the cat. Really, don't worry about the cat." Yeah. Um. And
0: thankfully, it wasn't that we didn't no. see. No.
1: Well, color. and then Trickster does this whole weird thing where he's like, "Oh, you know, there's only two witnesses if you count if you count me, but I won't. I certainly won't tell on you. They could, you know, break my fingers one by one by one by one." And he breaks his own fingers, and he's like. You know, they could gouge out my eyes, and he, like, kind of pokes his fingers in his eyes, and it bleeds, even though his eyes are still there. And then he's just like, oh, but no country-western music, please. Every man has its limits. It's oh, like, oh, so hardy hard, hard, fuck hard.
0: Up. That's stupid. Yours. That's awful. I don't like that. I, it just, it felt easy. It felt really easy yeah. and cheesy, and I was not for the easy-cheesy stuff. I mean, you I love like easy. It, I love when it's in my of my mouth, but not when it's yeah, uh, not when it's in your ears, and uh, that's when it's putting in front of my eyes and ears. No, I don't like that. But yeah, so um, it's it, and yeah, he keeps on. He's so tyrannical about wanting Michael to fucking play the second game because he wants him to kill. He wants Michael to fucking to uh, to be as bad and evil as he is.
1: Yeah. So Michael, he. You know, he doesn't he doesn't know what to do. He's all freaked out. So he tries to bury the severed foot, but then that that German shepherd from the very beginning, he found it, dug it up. He runs away with it. Yeah. So Edward Furlong is chasing this dog into the woods. <laughs> yeah. Um and he, Edward Furlan gets the foot back, but then the dog's owner, or dog walker, almost catches him. He's, like, hiding, and he's holding this fucking severed <laughs> foot with a snake tattoo on it. This is really funny. Um, and then he's like, okay, that was too close for comfort. So he goes home, and he, I guess, burns the foot and whatever clothes he was wearing that day. Yeah, what- uh,
0: uh, this uh, this is a reoccurring thing that gets kind of, again, John Flynn, muddy as fuck, apparently. Because we're. Uh, I was a bit confused later about whether or not the fucking foot was still, like, viable a little bit later on mm. when they tried to fucking. Uh, did, also,
1: like, like, test. yeah, it's just a fireplace. He wasn't using, like, a crematorium oven or anything. So it's kind of like, you can burn part of it, but one, that is going to smell fucking gnarly. Yeah, it's going to take a really fast. long time, and you can't burn bones at, like, just regular fire no, level heat. So there, there's going to be, like, and there's a lot of bones at a foot. Yeah, there is a lot of bones. You're going to have to do something with those bones.
0: Yeah, you can't just give it to the doggy. No matter how much the dog you might want.
1: No, foot bones, they're, like, a lot of them are too pliable and small for a dog. It would just choke. You don't do that.
0: Yeah, don't do that. But, uh, yeah, it's. It's, 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 it's so exhausting for him as a fucking character. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so then Kyle comes by because he wants to borrow the game again, and he just wants to say hey. Yeah. But Edward Furlong, he's super stressed out. Uh, he's super stressed out about being a murderer, yeah, so he like acts like an asshole, and he's just like, ah, what don't ask you? me about the game. I just, I can't handle this right now. No away.
0: More or less, get the fuck out of here.
1: So I Kyle know. bails, and then he knocks back on the door. Edward Furlong answers, and Kyle just, just flips just him just off. off. That's so <laughs> I'm like that's, that's that's so sixteen. That's so very. That's
0: I gotta try that again. But uh, if, I'm not, if I'm not happy with somebody They close the door on me I, mean, I just, uh, I'm the door. just Here here <laughs> I'm, you I'm, go like, Check uh, this out Look uh, at this This door. is what I think of you Yeah, middle finger But, uh, yeah,
1: alright Okay, so Kimberly stops by at Furling's house To give him his mail And the school newspaper And, which is like Well, he's there He could have gotten the mail But he's staying home from school Because he just He can't hang He, yeah. he can't handle school And all this brain scan shit At the same time And the new brain brain scan disc is in the mail. Yeah, and uh, the second disc... The second disc, and Trickster shows back up, and he's, like, pushing the issue.
0: Like, yeah, time to fucking play so you can get rid of the witness so you can be a person who murders and gets away with it. Which is awful. Uh, Which is awful. Anyway, so he... uh, He eventually... You know, does the game? He eventually fucking gets yeah. Off. But he
1: videotapes himself.
0: He videotapes playing it. Yeah, which is smart. I like
1: that idea. Yeah, yeah. So he basically it's- says he's like, you know, I my, this this is my name, my age. I'm super scared. I don't know what this is gonna prove. If I killed somebody, this is my confession. So like, here goes nothing. Yeah. So he said set, he sets up his video camera behind his gaming chair and um and plays the game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he. So we don't see what happens, but we just see that he wakes up sweaty again. So he's like, okay, let's see what happens. So he watches the tape, and it shows him, you know, putting in in the disc, sitting down, doing his little intro. And then, like, a second later, he just gets up and leaves. And he's like, what the fuck? I was there the whole time. I just sat there.
0: Yeah. uh, There's something wrong. uh, But it's
1: like, dude, if last time you played the game you started in your chair you ended up in your chair but you had gone and killed that dude yeah you probably left the fucking chair the first time yeah why why would it be different that why would it be different this time yeah. yeah
0: it doesn't make any sense so i don't yeah so and he... well, then, oh yeah go ahead go, no, no you go ahead first. so
1: then he goes to his freezer because he's like oh god am i gonna find something in the freezer um and he does he does he <laughs> Kyle's finds necklace yes Kyle's necklace with blood on it. Yeah. So okay, so Kyle w- wasn't really a witness to the first murder. No. He had no idea. He just happened to know that, the that game Edward was real. Yeah, yeah. That he that the game existed and that he played it.
0: Yeah, and that's all. And so no, so it's not. not real- no, it, Trickster just wants to have him kill another person. It's not about like witness bullshit. No, it's a way. Yeah, I mean, he's trickster not telling wants- the truth.
1: His name is literally the Trickster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah.
0: But, um, he's, he doesn't remember the k- murder. <laughs> yeah, so he, yeah, he has no
1: idea what happened. He doesn't remember that part. So he calls Kyle and Frank Langella answers the phone and Edward Furlong like, is freaked out and yeah. Yeah. And so he's like, holy crap, that detective guy's at Kyle's house. I think I know what that means. Fuck this mess. Oh, I just happened to see a cute little Easter egg in here. Um... In in uh, Edward Furlong's room is there's another issue of Fangoria with Sleepwalkers on the on yeah, the cover.
0: That's great that from 1993. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. So the, that that kind of, that kind of matches. And it, and it's a yeah
0: and it's a recent issue since it was probably shot mm-hmm. in 93. Yeah, okay. yeah. But that's That's cool. I like Sleepwalkers. Well, we got to do for the podcast. Oh right? yeah, but we should. Yeah, whatever you want to do. But yeah, that's uh, that's good. I uh, yeah, it's it's really sad. He uh, he gets. He gets paranoid, he's freaked out that he's gonna be, you know, get locked up. At least Michael gets freaked out about that. Am I wrong about that, or am I... Of
1: yeah. course he's freaked out that he's gonna get caught, sweetie. Yeah. Um, so, Kimberly comes over again. Um, she's all like, yeah, Kyle told me you guys had a fight, but he wanted me to give you this. He started a, posi- a petition to bring back the horror club. Aw, yeah. very
0: sweet. That's nice to hear.
1: And, um, and so... Edward Furlong is just like ah, jeez. Um, so Kyle was the second murder, and the cops are. Um, Frank Langella is giving kind of a, um, like uh, a, like a sort, a sort a of a press conference, press type, conference deal, type deal, yeah. but but on a smaller statement, scale. Yeah. Yes, yeah, a statement like to, a the, to the statement media, to the media. Um, yeah. That they think that it could be a serial killer. Um, and then he show Frank Langella shows up to Edward Furlong's place to ask him some questions. Yeah. Because it's like you know we want to talk to the people this kid knew, and he's just like, uh, "So you you know you, you haven't been in school? You, we asked some of your classmates about you, and he's like, oh, I hope they you know had good things to say.'" And Frank Cilento is just no. like, "Just like, uh, no." What were the words that came up? And he asked another cop, and then the cop said, "You know, um, frightening, weird, freak came up a few times." And it's just like, geez, that's that's sad, unnecessary."
0: Yeah, sad to hear that that that's what. Your fellow students think of you. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, it's he's getting ignored, uh, and yeah, it's, uh, he fe- he's starting to feel the fucking pressure again. Uh, another thing uh, where we have talked about Edward Furlon before, he doesn't realize what fucking ima- I mean. He's getting breathed down by pressure of like because he's in a lot of trouble. He did something bad, and he's just not talking about it. He's not. He's shutting his mouth. So he's becoming a very quiet guilty party in already two movies we have come. Yeah. So, yeah. Ah, uh,
1: damn. So then the cops bail and um Frank Langella mentions, "Oh, we need to get more info on this because um there's, you know, fresh ashes in the fireplace and it's summertime." Summertime. Yeah. Oh, because oh, Frank Lindell also asked Edward Froehling, he's like, um, yeah, I was at Kyle's house right after he was murdered, and your voice sounds familiar. Did you call the house? And he lies and says he didn't, but Frank Jill's like, no, I know it was him, and what's up with those ashes? We need to get a kit so we can test those. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that's that's true, though. That's, that's fucking sad. All right, well, there, there you go. All
1: right. But is also like, dude, if you're going to burn murder evidence because you want to get rid of it clean out your fireplace as well. I know he doesn't expect anybody to come over, but it's like cover your fucking tracks, bro.
0: Yeah. Obviously cover your fucking tracks. Fucking if you feel if nothing like nothing else put in the garbage. Else, yeah. If you've already quote-unquote killed somebody in a video game and it feels too real, I I'll always be extra careful. These these people are not extra careful in their in their murders. It's fucking depressing, dude. But
1: yeah. Oh, and then Trickster shows up, and he shows um, Edward Furlong, the school newspaper that Kimberly brought, um, and it has, like, a fake interview where she interviewed him after Kyle's death, saying that, you know, ooh, I just missed my friend and everything. So he's pissed. He's pissed at her. Yeah. But then I think it's also just Trickster trying to...
0: Trying to uh, manipulate him and make him kill Kimberly. Now you have to kill Kimberly, you know, because then she knows about all this fucking shit. You gotta make sure that she is murdered. Uh, what? What a what an asshole! This trickster. Yes,
1: yeah, so the trickster. He turns like um, a few drops of blood into the third disc, so he doesn't even have to wait for the post office this time. Yeah, um, because he has to remove a clue from Kyle's murder. And and Edward Furlong is just like, dude, how am I supposed? I don't remember anything that happened when I played that second disc. I don't know what the clue is. I don't know where to look. What the fuck? So Trickster goes back into the TV and he's like, it was your footprints in the mud by his house. Go take care of it. You have half an hour. Don't run out of time. And Edward Furlong's like, well, what if I run out of time? And Trickster's just like, well, you
0: lose. Then you lose. Too bad. I don't give a fuck. Yeah.
1: Yeah. He really doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) He
0: he really doesn't feel like, like he yeah. Frustrating.
1: Anyway. So then Edward Furlong, he dreams that he's making out with Kimberly, but then she turns into the um, the corpse of the first victim.
0: It's really creepy. It's sick.
1: So it's like, eh, I'm horny and a murderer, and it's all blending in my dreams.
0: Yeah. Like it should. But, uh, <laughs> Yeah.
1: And Franklin does go into Edward Furlong's house. I don't know, like, so he doesn't seem to have a warrant. If he did, no. if he does, he he's not presenting it. He's so this, not going to be able
0: to. Yes, Furlong. Yeah, so this, convict might, yeah Edward this might Furlong. not be
1: admissible evidence. Um, so I don't know where Edward Furlong is during this time because he hasn't been going to school or anything. No. So, it, is it when he goes when he's playing the game and he goes to get the footprints? And there's, like, the search party of all these dudes in the neighborhood. Yeah. And Frank Langella tells them that they can't have any, um, any weapons. Because if they have any weapons, they're going to get arrested or something. Yeah. Um, so, I think that's when he goes and he takes some acid- ashes from the fireplace. And he has them tested.
0: Yeah, that is true. No, that's right. Okay, so, I,
1: yeah, if my, if my chronolo- chronology is correct there.
0: Yeah, I think it is. I think it is, babe. But, uh...
1: Yeah. So, so, yeah, okay, so then Edward Furlong is playing the third di- the third disc to fix the footprints in the mud. And this time it's third person view. So we actually see Edward Furlong doing what he's doing. Yeah. Um, Oh, and then trick trickster phones who I think is Kyle's dad, because if Edward Furlong is in Kyle's yard because of the mud, I think it's Kyle's dad that trickster phones to tell him that there's an intruder in his yard.
0: Yeah. And he's, (laughs)
1: So Tricker's just—he's just trying to fuck him up.
0: Yeah, he's—he's—he really is. He is really a chaos agent that, that, that you know puts so much of this shit into fucking motion.
1: Yeah, so Edward Furlong—he's running from the search party. Um, the teacher who doesn't like him and wants to shut down wanted to shut down his horror club. He catches him. Yeah, kind of conveniently.
0: Conveniently.
1: Um, And he's just like, well, what are you doing? You know, what's going on here? And Edward Furlong doesn't know what to say because I imagine, I don't think they mentioned this. I kind of wish they would have. I'm imagining if they're doing a search party thing because they're thinking the serial killer is just randomly walking about looking for another victim, why it would be on that particular night. I don't know. But yeah, I'm not sure. But is there a curfew taking place where if you're under a certain age, you shouldn't be out, because otherwise, it's like he could be doing anything. It's just a neighborhood.
0: Well, they certainly don't do curfews, especially, I mean, at least not in this neighborhood, na- not that it's being shown, because we see, like, a, a party at the very beginning, where it's where it's just a party of a whole bunch of teenage kids. Just,
1: yeah, Kimberly was having a party Kim, at yeah, the, Kimberly was the first night, yeah. yeah.
0: So... We know that, uh, that they're at least not cracking down hardcore like they could have if it's a big fucking party with that many people.
1: But anyway, they're in, they're in kind of like a construction area. Yeah. It's dark, it's, it's nighttime, dark. we don't really see exactly what's going on. But then the um, the shitty teacher, he kind of just knocks a pallet of bricks onto himself. Yeah. So he's out, he's out for the count then. No. He might be dead, we don't know. But Edward Furlong did not do that.
0: No, Edward Furlong did not do that part.
1: So then, the search party starts using this German Shepherd, who should probably get second billing in this film. Yeah,
0: exactly. He's do- he's doing a lot of the fucking work and uh, keeping us interested.
1: Is, yeah, yeah. And this uh, this dog already knows what Edward Furlong smells like from the foot incident. So he fi- the dog finds him and is like kind of starting to draw attention to him. But then Edward Furlong is like, "Ah, I know. I told you, you know, last time I saw you that I'd never ask you for anything again. But can you please just go away?"
0: I just understand. I mean like. Yeah. So a, the dog does. Yeah. Dog does.
1: And then one of the search party mistakes Kyle's dad who came out to see the intruder in his yard because, you know, you're there's an intruder in your, in your yard. So he took a rifle out to his own yard. One of the search party I guess mistakes him for the serial, serial killer, killer and just, just fucking shoots, shoots him. Shoots him. Doesn't say insane. anything. Doesn't question him whether it's his house, what's going on. Just straight up fucking shoots this him. Is so fucking
0: scary. That's so fucking. So the, scary. yeah, they assume
1: he's the killer for no real reason, just the fact that he's out walking with a gun.
0: Yeah. Oh
1: Christ. Which okay, maybe don't do that. But don't if he's on his, that, but property, on his own property, I don't property. know. Property, yeah. That's... But it's also like okay, so there's this search party trolling the neighborhood, but the people who live in the neighborhood are not being made aware of this.
0: Yeah, there's some holes in that. Yeah. There's some holes here.
1: Yeah, it's a little wonky. So, uh, Edward Furlong talks to Trickster through the TV.
0: Yeah.
1: Again. And, um, Edward Furlong's freaking out. He's just like, this isn't a game anymore. This is just crimes. Lots of crimes. Crimes. (laughs) And Trickster says again, he's like, well, not if you don't get caught.
0: Yeah.
1: And he's just like, well, you have to eliminate the other witness. And, you know, Edward Furlong's like, who? And he gestures towards Kimberly. So, it's like... You know, and he's like, well, now you have to play the next disc. And he holds up, you know, four fingers. And I'm kind of like, okay, that's a little bit like, when is everything in, when does anything ever end on the fourth?
0: Yeah, never.
1: Yeah, like three is a number that makes sense. three
0: or five, usually.
1: I guess it could be five. Yeah, I guess it could be five Five if that's like a whole hand. Yeah, okay, fair. But four, the fourth disc would be the final disc. Why? That's just odd. That's odd storytelling.
0: Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't really work for me. God damn it! You're making me not enjoy. That. I mean, not enjoy. I mean, I'm fine with that. No, I just but thought it was yeah, weird. So they could have. They could have. So, so
1: they could have played with that to make it three.
0: Yeah. Now we. Or know, five. Yeah. Now we know what type of a not I won't say fill it. But you, you, we know what type of mediocre director is not. Real. He, John Flynn is not looking into the details of the of his story that he's trying. to
1: Well, tell it, doesn't no, so it didn't say that he wrote this screenplay, so I don't. Right? I don't know it how. It I don't know anyway, how much he had to do with any of these holes.
0: You are the director of this, and if you're already rewriting something mm. already, and you already think you know what you're fucking talking about, getting into the nitty gritty details about all the uh, about these story points, especially when there's so many holes without it uh, throughout then that would be something you want to fucking clean up.
1: Yeah. And we see Frank Langella getting a report that the ashes that he had tested contained um, B-negative blood, which is what the first victim had. We found that. But also traces of O-positive. O-positive, yeah. So we don't know. Do we know if that's Kyle or if that's Edward Furlong?
0: It might be Edward Furlong. Uh, Did Did he
1: cut himself? Or did, or did he also burn the necklace? I thought he
0: burned the necklace as Okay, well, it, might
1: it, that, it might have been that, and that might have be been why it. there was only traces of it. Yeah. But that never really comes back, I don't
0: think. Uh, and yeah, and another thing that could have been cleared, cleared up a little, bit, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit better, but no. Yeah.
1: So Trickster is bugging Edward Furlong about playing the fourth disc yet again, and Edward Furlong says he's going to go uh, turn himself in. So Trickster comes out of the TV again.
2: Yeah.
1: And, you know, forces him to play the last disc. So he does... Edward for oh is this is this where um, trickster kind of goes inside Edward Furlong or is that afterwards? Is I that after? That
0: was, I thought that was afterwards. Okay, like, so that's after. Okay,
1: so Edward specific. Furlong plays the fourth disc, fourth disc, and he is now at Kimberly's. He grabs her sewing scissors, which is gnarly, it is very, crazy. and goes to her room where she is sleeping, and he kind of acts like he's going to do it.
0: But he he can't he can't do it.
1: Yeah, he can't do it. So he stabs Trickster instead, and that oh yeah, you're right. That's when that's when like Trickster's cartoon guts grab Edward Furlong's hand.
0: (laughs) Fucking great! This is the this is the part that is.
1: And kind of pull him into him, and then Trickster like straight up eats Edward Furlong's head. Oh man! And and they and they and they merge into one being.
0: Yeah. So he
1: looks like Edward Furlong, but he kind of has like fucked up trickster facial scars and the red eyes.
0: Yeah, and but it, it was supposed to be even more uh, disgusting and 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 more of an amalgamation of the two of them and become this like Cronenberg type thing. Oh, really? It, uh, but they kind of cut they kind of cut that because they thought it was a bit too, uh, you know they were really proud of it, but I guess it got cut for some reason. Huh. I don't know why. But yeah, it 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 feels like she yeah, it's It's uh it, it is one of the best effects in the movie. Although there is a lot of strange effects in this movie. Yeah. This uh, trickster uh, fucker looks very fucking weird, but yeah.
1: Anyway. Well, yeah, cuz you know, uh, Edward Furlong said like he's like no, I can't kill her. I love her. And Trickster's like, "Well, it could be any girl in any window," which is probably true. Yeah. Um so Edward Edward Furlong/Trickster um still has the the scissors. But then you know Kimberly admits to also peeping on him and taking non-consensual photos, and that's supposed to be a nice moment here.
0: No, it's uh, and uh, guess what, uh, ladies and gentlemen who are listening, it's, de- it's don't do that. Yeah, that's not it's, a nice moment.
1: It's like oh, but I, I'm a creep and I like you too, and that's supposed to endear her to him. No, uh, that's very I, problematic. I, both it doesn't ways. seem well. It's
0: it, it. I can. It didn't seem authentic. It, again. it we didn't get any backup to get us on her side of her being a fucking creep. Yeah, because
1: like we see, her, we did see cra- that she you. does take a lot of photos in general. That's kind of what she does for the newspaper, I think, yeah, at school. But, but still.
0: But no, you didn't do that. you know. And we're, it, it's like such a fucking cheap fucking... Sh- it, you don't need... Seems cheap and easy for... for you to do that at the fucking end but
1: yeah so then Trickster you know he comes back out and he reveals Frank Langella from behind the door in Kimberly's house why he would be there whatever whatever (laughs) uh yeah so Frank Langella's character you know the Detective Hayes he shoots Edward Furlong um, you know, he's like, hey, you're a murderer, so I'm not going to arrest you. I'm just going to straight up Sh- shoot, shoot you. So that's when Edward Furlong really wakes up from the whole oh, game. Oh. And that's when we get kind of the the narrator, fantasy. yes, doing credit, saying, oh, brain scan from scientific perception laboratories with our reality-enhancing uh, blah So he... So he freaks out, he's like, this whole thing was a game? He freaks out, he starts tearing up his own room. <laughs> so Kyle's outside, knocking on thing. the door, being like, dude, what the fuck? And, um, so he's alive, and, um, he, um, Edward Furlan goes down, he hugs Kyle, and he's like, oh my god, it's so great to see you, I love you, man. And Kyle's oh, just like, alright, cool. Oh, um lady. Yeah, and then Kyle's like, oh, it's a good thing you didn't get that brain scan game. I, like, heard some stuff about it on the news. Like, a kid in Texas had his eyes exploded from playing it. And I'm like, whoa, I kind of want to hear more about that nonsense. Yeah, that
0: seems like a cool sequel.
1: So Kimberly, like, in the very beginning, she was having her party. And being as how he just played that game for a couple of hours, her party's still going on. And then, you know, Edward Furlong's like, man, shit could be so much worse. I could be fucking murdered by Frank Langella for being a murderer. Um, So you know what? Uh, Carpe diem. Carpe diem. Let's go to the party.
0: Let's go to the party. Um...
1: So, like, um, Edward Furlong asked one of, um... Kimberly's friends like, oh, where's Kimberly? And she's like, oh, he's she's upstairs. She's upstairs with Taylor. And Edward Furling's like, yeah. Can you just not be a bitch? So he bails upstairs, and then Kyle that and was this
0: unneeded. You don't have to fucking say it like. This.
1: I think this is just like, oh, okay. these are like uber hip uh, yeah. teenagers don't from from the slacker nineties yeah. type of okay. type of shit. I'll and look. she's wearing this like the nineties like. Outfit ever, yeah. well, like, the, the best friend, yeah, yeah. She's looking like kind of like a ra- like a like a gothy slash semi raver girl with like the tiny little red red shades, and Kyle's into it. Yeah, says her outfit uh, looks. I dig your
0: Garofalo look, baby. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. He's super into it, so they start flirting. So that's cute.
0: That's um,
1: nice, I guess. Yeah. So did Furlong goes up to Kimberly's room um, and asks her out, and she's like, uh, maybe, maybe, and then kisses. And he's, like, he's, like, he's actually pretty stoked about it. He's, like, maybe, so not a no. All right, I'll take that as a W. That's a positive. Yeah. Yeah. And she kind of, like, gestures to the bathroom, and it's, like, oh, you and Taylor. Because, like, that dude Taylor's, like, puking in her bathroom. And it's, like, okay, so this guy you might be going out with is at your party puking in your sink, in your bathroom, in your bedroom. And, um... You're not allowed to go say yes to going out with another dude. Yeah, even though he's like being you're, a puker. You're being a puker. And it's like you have to pretend it's a it maybe. Like it's not, not that, a good quality. That seems like that silly man. teenage games, but fucking whatever. Yeah, whatever. And then you know, like he kind of is looking through stuff in her room, and he finds that she does, in fact, take non conceptual yeah, really pics okay. of him through um, through their windows, and he's all happy about it.
0: Yeah. Still weird. So I found another creepy lady. It's like,
1: it's like yeah, we're equally creepy. creepy. It's like dude, why don't you just if you want to look at each other, just look at each other while you're in the same room. Yeah. Um consensually. So
0: or if you want to turn it into a thing, just be open with the hey, I take pictures of you. Oh, I also take pictures of you. It's, it's just like yeah,
1: that? I like you. Like yeah, let's hang out. Like just be people and use your words. Um, so that's when Edward Furlong he what goes teenagers were like in the night I know. I think they're, they're probably saw. still like that um not that i would know i haven't no. i can't remember last time i spoke to a teenager um uh, so then he goes to the teacher that was trying to shut his horror club down that's like oh you have to show me the next movie uh and he's like yeah so i was gonna show this game to the horror club but you said you have to see it first so he gives him the brain skin game to yeah, fuck. that with was great that was <laughs> which 100%. is a pretty good ending
0: that was a great ending and then we have.
1: And then we have the little pre pre credit scene, not post credit, pre credit scene, which is yeah. weird. So it's the German Shepherd still carrying that dead guy's foot and just drops it off somewhere. What? We didn't wow. do that part. Why? So did that guy really get murdered in like a, an unrelated thing? Yeah. What's happening? Or is it just did did the dog kill him? Yeah. What is this supposed to mean? But
0: we didn't need that. At all, whatsoever. I guess it it's supposed, supposed to, to be
1: like a bookend thing, but I. It's
0: not a good bookend. No, I don't like that. Anyway, that was brain scan. Uh, it sure was. I. Uh, I would you recommend this movie at least? If no? you're
1: if you're into bad horror movies, yeah, check it out. If you're yeah. into '90s nostalgia, you could check it out.
0: These. Uh, all right, and now we have notes without context. Notes without context. These are uh, notes without context, notes that I wrote down that uh, 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 during the movie that may not make any sense. Here we go. Brain scan, 1984. Gorgeous house. Bad dreams. Ominous boogie man. Bullshit. Really bad weak Teenage f- f- uh, Frankenstein. Oh, name, Nan Gage, that dick. What? Branishing the intense drom looking through that undone watching candy mate oh gosh her actual name is kimberly not candy what are you doing that dad he's hanging up on her brain scan, scared out real uh, blasphemy a girl a gallbladder raping people people uh, people rape not erections rape oh rape 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 Police at the have to go home. Don't go home, do dildo on your homework. Brain scan. I love you, Mike. Oh, I love you. Getting into brain scan. Let's party using POV. Where are you waiting for in the stabbing? And then that's the pelican party for the URL. Already played it once. Meeting Kimberly. Mountain in the Seed. Be sure to know that you killed me. Oh, nerdo. Come off the TV. Transformers and the Primus feeling. Oh my gosh. Real or unreal. The motive is that there was no motive. There was a no canary. Have you seen a foot where off with I went where the foot might be? The dog took the foot. The dog might fuck you and then murder you, but probably won't murder you. And then the geisha said, oh my, Dolce Vita all over the place. Everything could Sydney up. He's it A-OK. I'm back, witness for the leaving. Is Kyle alive? I really hope people between hide and hair would feel right. Trickster is back. The trickster, Frank Lagella's Frida, freaks good Fritz. Friday, Carissa, it's Star Wars, a bung, the food tricker cut his hand. you don't trust me, teenager kissing accountant, sickly, the preem dream when she's kissing somebody else, the ha- ashes he stole them, a water pistol, digital effects are a quite a f- center, an intruder in my yard, the cops. Underscore what had already been said. Then the knob coming after you, hiding the flux, the death of an officer. Oh, it's the killer or not. Michael is not okay. Nail screeching about what you're okay to kill you. New daddy friendship. What's it uh, trusting? Go away. Her life is arrows. And are you going to try? Or are you going to say no? I sta- stabbed her and then we could get on with everything else. Him a uh, lord ord. Oh my gosh, are you peeping on each other? The answer is always yes. Frank Angela pulls a gun, shoots him, and then the awake. It was all a dream. He freaks out and destroy and destroys. Kyle is is alive, giving it to the asshole foot toddler of the foot.
1: You want to explain that last sentence there, babe? No. No.
0: Oh. You have a wonderful evening. This has been Top Notch Nonsense. I've been Michael, uh, and uh, my wife is Miranda. Okay. (laughs) No, that's true, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Have a a good time, everybody. Bye-bye.